Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell and decline to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Handy is straight up and Randolph ain't here for racist. When Tim Miller hit that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of the shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Mike B. Be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. JL Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. Dominic. Puerto Rico, Suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico, uh, Puerto Rico, Suave. Now I see you with the Tiger Bomb. That's actually really good. I, I'm gonna take, I'm um, gonna use, I think that's said Epsom salt. And is it okay to put baking soda in it? I've been seeing online where you can put baking soda in Epsom salt. I don't know. You talking about take a bath? Huh? No, the soak. Like I don't know what I don't know what bake. I've never heard of baking. I don't. Soda. Yeah, I was like, I what the fuck does baking Epsom soda do? That seemed like that seemed like some some slavery. Overkill. <laughs> Epsom salt. I know. I know for a fact Epsom salt does what it does. Yeah, you're, like a, you're small enough to fit in a tub with no problem. You'd be able to get all up to your neck. You, you know what? And I do. I haven't so, done it a long time, but I can. I can actually. I'll so I can yeah. stretch out like through the whole tub. Yeah, I know a lot of people can. can't. If do my that. wife can. You definitely can. I so. absolutely love uh, doing that. Uh, I want to find me a, a thing that make it bubble. Without you having a hot tub, you can find like little things that can like make the bubbles form. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, well, since I can't have a jacuzzi, I can cheat. I can do a cheap way around it. Latoya in the chat room is is co-signing baking soda. I don't I've never heard of baking soda. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I know you can brush your teeth with baking soda. I was told to do that by a dentist and it works. You can do that. Good for for your gums. Yeah. Baking soda, Epsom salt. That's a lot of people. Epsom salt, though, is the the real deal. Okay, I'm I'm googling it. I'm doing some research. I'm doing my own research. Okay, uh, okay, yes. Adrian <laughs> Unless said, I'm going that crazy. Be a hella bath. I, Epsom salt dissolves into the bath water. I don't yeah, know Epsom what salt, and so does baking, baking soda. soda. It dissolves too because I do use that to clean and scrub like the sinks and stuff. Yeah, it's very good for stove tops if you have a glass <laughs> stove top. How to use a baking soda bath? How much are you supposed to use? Now this website is called Medical News Daily. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know if What's there's a market I for. I don't know how reliable that is. Daily medical news, but we'll see. Baking soda is a mixture of sodium. Uh, yeah, I want to see about the bath though. Okay, ten benefits of a baking soda bath. Here we go. Okay. All right. Let me. I'm going to pull this up on on screen. Keisha's saying it's good for the lady parts. So that was the first benefit. Really? Oh, that's Very a good thing. Uh, let me let me pull it up on screen. Though. I'm going to do a screen share here. Anything better for that, the better. Because pH balance got out of whack and the party's over. 10 benefits of the baking soda bath. Number one, yeast infections. Come on through. Okay. Many people experience yeast infections, but some symptoms such as itching and swelling can often make it difficult for a person to go about their daily activities. A baking soda bath may relieve symptoms 
and help a person recover faster. One oh. study, that's all we need is one study, found that baking soda helped kill candida cells, which are the fungal cells responsible for yeast infection. Yeah, it's normal. It's just a over, your body just produces more than normal. Yeah, I had it on my back once. It sucked. Yeah, I didn't know kids, like infants can get it. Yeah. I didn't know you can get it on your back until I got it. <laughs> get it on your back. What, what did you, is it? It's, it's apparently it's, it's, it's prevalent in countries that have a high humidity, like uh, <gasps> like uh, uh, Indonesia. Yeah, yeast, <laughs> Indonesia. Yeast, yeast likes warm things. Shit things like that. that warm. I was yeah. like, well, how the fuck did I get it here? They're like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that part we don't back, know. My back was on fire. Uh, fungal skin and nail infections. Research suggests baking soda may be useful as an antifungal agent against many of the fungal strains that commonly infect human skin and nails. People with the nail fungus... Really? Anicomycosis, which causes thick, discolored, or crumbly nails, may find relief. Oh, it's like those Come people get through. those like those yellow, like thick toenails. Yes. Um, eczema, like every athlete, soda helps you know, eczema. Yeah. Every yeah. athlete. Yeah. Eczema is a big thing because you know, particularly a lot of black and brown people get eczema. Just your skin just pops out and breaks out. Yeah, you can use it during flare-ups, uh, psoriasis, same psoriasis. deal. Okay, well, psoriasis, adding same. half a cup of baking soda to an oatmeal bath may further reduce irritation and itchiness. Oh, oatmeal. The oatmeal road bath. oats, quick oats, like regular oats? What I type see, of oats? I got a Google oatmeal bath. <laughs> I, see, I think I'm it's just regular rabbit. oatmeal. Okay. I'm it's assuming oatmeal. it's regular oatmeal, right? Uh, poison ivy, poison oak, or sumac. Now, Ooh. baking soda, I guess, will help with the itching. Probably yeah. I mean, sumac you put on food in uh, Persian culture, but I guess that's I a different, know that. different kind of sumac. Yeah, I had some yesterday, actually. It's you just sprinkle it on. It's like dried up berries that they it kind of mm. looks like a tart. That's what you're you holding on to from the motherland, the sumac. Oh, you got to have sumac. <laughs> if you're going to have, I got kebab. I went to Moby Dick. I got kebabs uh, and rice and bread. And then I had the, the sumac. The name of home. the place is Moby Dick. That's what it's called. Moby Dick. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, very Persian. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's all Iranian food and um, it's tastes like my childhood, but yeah, it's uh, they have, they have sumac little packets there too, but I have, I got my own stash at home and you sprinkle it on like, uh, like a little, like a little bit of uh, just add oh, yeah, some flavor to was it. Ahab, wasn't he? Yeah. I guess he was Persian. Mm -hmm. Captain Ahab. Not a rab. <laughs> Ahab. Ahab. Urinary tract infections can benefit from again baking soda, and so can diaper rash. Man, you better go ahead and drink that drink that cranberry juice, chicken pox, <laughs> vulva irritation. Wow. Yeah, I can see that. That's well, the chicken pox. I remember, my, I remember mom making up a, like a paste, like a like a baking soda paste, and smearing that shit on. Remember that, Mark? Reduce the itching. Yeah. Vulva irritation is a very vague. It's only it's one sentence. Some women commonly experience irritation and itching around the vulva. Adding a quarter cup of baking soda to a bath and soaking for 15, 20 minutes, three times daily. Three times daily. I don't say anything about the heat of the bath. I'm assuming they mean hot bath. Yeah, hot. Do you, enough hot enough to make it sort of dissolve in your water? Yeah, yeah. yeah like it's uh, yeah. Like, like I think it's like a regular bath. Like you're just taking a bath, but you're also mm -hmm. putting this stuff in it. Yeah. Um, Constipation and hemorrhoids. How does it help constipation? That's inside. I can see hemorrhoids. Oh, it's, it's the itching and pain caused by constipation or hemorrhoids. Oh, oh because you're soaking in it. 
Okay. Yeah. A quarter cup, again, added to a warm bath may be enough to relieve symptoms. I don't like warm. I like a hot bath. I don't like warm baths. Well, I, I think you can, I think you can, you can crank up the heat and still be all right. My dad likes my dad likes them lukewarm baths. I'm like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. I like a hot bath. Like no. I like a, a a hot shower. And uh, I've learned that women and men are very different on that. You know, when they be like, it's sexy to shower with your man. I'm like, no, the fuck it ain't. When you goddamn freezing because he's like, it's too hot. Mm-mm, let me babe by myself. Oh, come on. Ke- Keisha said hot, hot baths are terrible for the skin. Come on, Keisha. We black. Then this just had to tear my skin off. We black. I got more I don't shit in like... my cabinet for, for dry skin. I'll be fine. I don't <laughs> like no cold bath. I get mad. Yeah, <laughs> cold never bath. Get cold shower. For dry skin. I got more bottles of shit around this mm-hmm. house. <laughs> I, I want the mirrors to fog up. I'm like, goddamn. <laughs> Ain't nobody scared. Ain't nobody scared of dry skin in this house. Thank you, Mark. I got enough shit around here to handle that. <laughs> so baking soda, uh, apparently, according to Medical News Daily or Medical News Today, has some benefits. Now it sure does. There are other. There's all these websites. Ten benefits of taking. Oh, this is a dermatology website. River Chase Dermatologist, some doctor's office. So. Again, eczema, athlete's foot, poison ivy. Uh, sound like, yeah, sound like it releases a lot of the itching yeah, and they, stuff. They just stay repeating. He's on the same page as everybody else. Hives. So, oh, it says body odor for this one, too. Reduces body odor. Shave your underarm hair. Uh, baking soda is often used to keep laundry yep. smelling fresh. <laughs> yup. <laughs> and Shave minimizing any hair. strange smells in the refrigerator <laughs> can also be added to baths to help you keep smelling fresh. Says green. Yeah. Okay. I try to tell guys that they don't listen. What to shave their underarm hair? Shave your underarm hair. I'm shave not a girl. Off. Shave it off. Gee, it's a lot cleaner. A oh, lot. Man. A lot. We started when we were boxing. When we started boxing regularly, it was time for the underarm hair to come off. I should probably knock your ass out all that sweat. Yeah, it was time for that shit to come off. Now, do you shave it all the way off to keep like a little five o'clock shadow? No, it's gone. All the way? Yeah, just how do you deal with the, with the itching when your hair grows back in? It, that no, shit I've been doing it for so long. I've been oh. doing it for so long. It don't bother me no more. Ah, okay. <laughs> I've been doing it. For that shit 20, drives me crazy. Well over 20 years. Well over 20 years now. Hair starts breaking back in. Mm-mm. It don't bother me no more. So I just I shave in the shower. I have a razor in the shower. I shave. I taught, I taught Ava how to shave around arms. Amy didn't. I did. <laughs> ah. I taught Ava how to shave around arms. Did you want if to you do notice a, review, a lot of athletes don't have any underarm hair? If you notice, no, they that. don't. That's why. Did you want to do a review of the Scotch Porter? Um, yeah, it's fantastic. Line of products that you bought. <laughs> oh, it's, been, shit. it's fantastic. Now, what did you get exactly? Did you get like a starter pack? Yeah, what did you get? I got the starter pack. Let me go get it. <laughs> it's a uh, conditioner, 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 balm, serum, and beard wash. And maybe a microfiber towel. But oh, apparently shit. they sell. Did you go to stuff. AutoZone? Remember, they <laughs> yeah. were cheaper there. They, yeah, I think they sell that stuff at Target. That's what someone was saying. They sell it at Target. So I didn't. I mean, I've probably walked past Scotch Porter, the Scotch Porter collection, a hundred times, never noticed it. And the, uh, the little one aisle for men at Target that has all that stuff. It is a little small section. Yeah. Now nah, y'all do get cheated because the, the 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 women get like the big area. You walk over there and be like, "Here's a whole big ass corner for you," because <laughs> uh, we got a lot of shit happening. Here's 
Here's some cream, some oil, some ointments. We already found out that baking soda uh, helps yeah. you helps with your vulva and all that other bullshit. So yes, it was like we women, like, y'all got too much going on. We get like half an aisle. We got to share a shelf with deodorant. You know, it's like because most men don't care. Like you do have men like Randolph and his brother who actually, you know, they're like, okay, we actually care about these type of things. But most men are like, but like, because you have a lot of men, they they use like. Like the 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 dove uh soap on the head and the balls and the hair, you be like, come on now, wash your hair with some real uh shampoo. Well, a few years ago they started like just like advertising straight to men. Like they changed, they took uh whatever like body wash that was out there, and then they like changed the color of the bottle to like gray, and it just said men on it. You know, you have like- to you have to trick men, but but on the low, a lot of men actually use their woman stuff anyway. Cause right. I like the smell of papaya and mango and all that shit. Don't nobody want to smell like brute or man or whatever the hell the that is. Stuff smell, sandalwood. Like, you know, what the fuck wood. is a sandalwood? One of the, there was some kind of beard something or other thing that, it, that the description on the bottle at Target was like makes you feel like you've been making sawdust all day. Like I don't mm-hmm. want to. That, that's mm-hmm. the thing with men's men's tree sense. dust. You be like, no, nah, you keep your tree dust, sir. Men's sense smell like things you can already smell like. Like it's like right. a, a, you're out in the woods. Like I can just go out into the woods. <laughs> if I wanted to smell I like need, that, I I can't go to a lavender rainforest. You know, or a lilac waterfall. I can't do that. Come I can on. smell like the Would woods. Would love to go to a lilac waterfall. Right. Let's go. Keisha's asking if swimming the hair, cutting the hair makes people swim better. Yes. That's a scientific, that's a scientifically proven fact. It makes you And you know what better. I realized about uh uh things for men? Uh when you read the title, you'd be like, Y'all don't sound like y'all have fun doing y'all shit. Like y'all shit sound like work. <laughs> you know and shit you know you'd be like the fuck is this who you, you know who does sound- that too is uh duke cannon their products have all that like uh manly kind of wording on the on the back it smells good though but it don't yeah. you know it has those weird names but i'm like smell good smell lovely but they still got it they still got to put that on the packaging like this is not for clown it literally says not for clowns on a on any duke cannon it's product sad. y'all have to be tricked because a lot of times they have to make them black and, and like you say gray know. Most black men I know doesn't really bother. I'm just saying it like that. The ones I know, <laughs> just I get what I get. <laughs> just, I get what I get. This is Scotch Porter beard wash. That's what you start with. You, uh, you, 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 you. I come to find out a little bit goes a long way. Uh, came eight ounces. Wash the beard first with that. Blot dry. I don't have the towel yet. I have been sick. I haven't been able to get out. I didn't. Feel oh, like okay. So we you hit the auto zone. Yeah, we so talking about that. Auto zone. Oh yeah, Thursday like uh, freeloaders. Randolph does not have COVID. No, I do not have COVID. <laughs> I do not. Well, maybe by Thursday you will. But as of recording, <laughs> don't, don't, don't don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Why would okay. you do that? Don't do Randolph that. Randolph won't have COVID uh, no matter what day you listen to this. <laughs> don't do that. Why would you do that? <laughs> do you use a neti pot or anything like that for your sinuses, or you just know? Oh, I use I got all kinds of medications for okay. the house. I got sprays up my nose, which I'm trying try to hold back on. Because so you wash first, then you go. I got the hydrate nourish nour, uh, uh, nourish beard conditioner. Now there's another beard conditioner that you're supposed to use after this one, but I just use this one. I didn't get okay. the next next one up, so I do this one. Then you let this sit on your face for two to three minutes. And according to your, to the uh, instructions, they're like, now go check your phone or you go surf through your phone or check your emails. That's what it, that's what it said to do. Mm. Go do man. I use that. I yes, use it manly shit. To go lotion my body. That's what I used it for. I went lotioned up. 
So just, but just kill a couple minutes doing something. Yeah. Let the conditioner so I went do and lotioned, its work. Went and lotioned up, came back, washed this shit out. Okay. Okay. Then you put on the beard. Then you put on. Now you can either put another conditioner on after this, or I go to the beard balm. That's the next one. The classic oh, beard balm. You rub that in, which I've had this before. I must have bought it at Target. It's a Scotch Porter. Do they beard. have? Is it all one scent, or does each thing have a different scent? It's one scent, and it is fantastic. Okay. And then finally, use this beard serum at the end. It's just a little bit of you squirt it in your hands and you rub it on your rub it all over. And then you brush it in the shape you want it. And it is good. It is good. Now, I don't know. It's a little early because it's supposed to help nourish the beard and help the beard grow more. Mm -hmm. I will see. Let me just say it like that. Yeah. Yeah. It'd take a while. We'll uh, Keisha, Keisha said in the chat that she likes the manly sense, like freshly sawed wood, like standing in a Home Depot, that sweet, sweet pipe tobacco scent. I, I like those things, too. Sometimes I think it's kind of funny, like the even the Duke Cannon, the Buffalo Trace, which they sell at Target, which I, I like a lot. It smells good. Oak barrel, woodsy and amber is the sense. Yeah. I don't even know what yeah. woodsy means. It's, it's <laughs> what I'm talking like, about the shit, though. Y'all shit sound like actions. Deer's blood, right. rifles and gunpowder. Runner's man, you're like, the fuck is this, y'all? <laughs> now, is that, smoke. the stuff you're talking about, what are those scents for? Is that like a body spray or something? Like that? What is that? A Ducanon thick uh body wash, oh, buffalo traces. Oh, I don't use that, I just use soap. Every man jack body wash is brother. Not every man jack. It says Come on aged bourbon. I got some kind of bourbon body wash going on, yeah. too. I've had the I, I had the bourbon um shave cream. I just use whatever body wash the, uh, the wife brings home from um Bath and Body Works. I like the vanilla, so she'll bring I, me I vanilla or the coconut. I'm not the yeah, classics. Ro- yeah, yeah. And Roger doesn't spoil me. I don't know. I, like I said, I like the the sweet, soft smelling stuff. I don't want you to smell like action. I like but the she, the sandalwood stuff is is good. I like that stuff. It definitely smells like good. like man kind of stuff. But some of these things they are. It literally is is like bloody knuckles. Like oh, all right, <laughs> bloody knuckles. That's fine. I guess. Early on, man. Like I would do vanilla. Vanilla, um, use the vanilla lotion as a base and then put a put a cologne on top of that. Like, uh, I used to get a lot of compliments on that when I was a, when I was a young man. You put the uh, obsession cologne on top of that, usually obsession, classic or, obsession, yeah. Which would, which went out of favor. I never understood why obsession was a good, a good smell. I think cologne. it got played out because too many people used it all at the same time. And they, some people dunk themselves in it like Axe body wash. You'd be like, well, let me tell you something. We would get to the club. And stand in the the we, would, we would get to the club and stand in a circle with the hands out and just do like, like that. <laughs> everyone's getting a session in the parking lot. <laughs> Duke Cannon has big American bourbon soap. So they have a bourbon soap as well. Yeah. They have something called big ass soap. And that's what it is. This is a yeah. bar of big ass soap. I guess mm-hmm. I can see like, well, they don't, they don't for the women's sense, they don't have like, just girls, they don't have like activities as the scent. No, because I don't the want to. They don't have like mm-mm. a complain to the manager scent for like no. white women. They don't, there's not like a Karen no. scent. That no, we is. like smell like rose petals. That's shit we like. Right. Lilac, daisies. <laughs> you know, that's the shit we do. Simple. Yeah, I don't like those uh, too sweet. Like, I don't like lilac. I've seen the lilac, like the lilac body wash. I'm like, I don't, I don't need to smell like this. We smell like cinnamon apples. I don't need to, I don't need to smell like this. Yeah. I don't need that's to smell a, like. That's the shit we I don't smell need to like. smell like a bunt cake. Why do I smell like a bunt? <laughs> yes. I don't, I don't need this. <laughs> yes. I don't need this right now. With some cream cheese frosting. Yeah, I don't, I don't need this. 
no, sound like I just been baked. Yeah, this shouldn't happen. <laughs> At 350 degrees <laughs> for 30 minutes. Smell like a bunt cake. Why? This Duke Cannon um, bourbon soap, it says, made with 90 proof Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey in the soap. <laughs> what does that even mean? Well, when you said know. when you said Buffalo Trace, I immediately thought of the bourbon, but I was like, I know they're not putting the bourbon in the soap, so I didn't even say anything. But when you I don't said know why Buffalo this is on Trace, Best Buy's website, but it is uh, Buffalo Trace is the bourbon. It's a good bourbon too. Well, their Buffalo Trace scent is the one that has like amber and woodsy kind of stuff. That's I've a Roger Buffalo dude. He got the bottle, the one that says thick. Yeah, that's why yeah. I've. That's I like that Buffalo Trace. They have one called Old Glory, which I don't like that much. It smells like a. Like a Jesus, American that's, flag that's, that you pull that out of storage. That sounds like racism. Yeah. <laughs> oh, glory. Sounds like racism. You might as well call it stars and stripes. <laughs> this is the smell of a cross burning. <laughs> yeah, this is, this the, is crawl. the smell of the 13 colonies. This is the crawl space where you keep your hood and rope. That's what it smells like. <laughs> Old glory. Uh, no, Buffalo Trace is good. And there's a couple other ones that they have at Target that I like. Old glory. I was like, Wegmans? They sell, yeah, they sell it every, yeah, they sell it at Wegmans. I've seen it at Wegmans. Um, yeah, what is what is in old glory? I forget. It was like I some like kind of exfoli. I like exfoliating washes though. So if they're gonna exfoliate, yes, remember. get that dead skin off. Yeah, what is old glory? Was like it's all man shit. Tobacco. I don't like the. I don't like. I don't like the word thick being in my soap title. <laughs> but it, it's not thick. I mean, I, I like I mean, it if it was two C's. <laughs> Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. It might be. I've never used it before. This old glory has tobacco, cedar wood, and amber. Those are the. Scents. I gotta squirt that shit in my hand and look at it and be like, "Hmm, this looks a lot like somebody was jacking it into the bottle." That's not. <laughs> that's, that's how I be leaking them. What is this shit? Why does this look like this? Here, Here, this his, is here's a description from Duke Cannon: Teenage body washes are weak, watered down, and smell like Friday night at fraternity row. Simply put, they don't get the job done. Hardworking what's men a, require a what's shower. A teenage body wash because the we're axe men. body spray. Axe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're men. Yes. And we don't. We don't do that. Teenage. Hardworking men require a shower of substance to accomplish a full day's work. That's why Duke Cannon's thick is formulated with a noticeably higher viscosity yeah. and built to work effectively on your body. Not spew down the shower drain. Rich, sophisticated scent blends notes of tobacco, cedarwood, and amber. Smells like old glory. Yeah, this this is the cut. This is the sense you have when you punch a woman in the gut because she didn't make your eggs right. <laughs> a smack across the face because the food was <laughs> 10 minutes late. I have used this one. Productivity It has like a peppermint. Uh, Can't even say punch. Can you guys say sock? This is a woman sock. I'm sorry. In the sock. Gut. <laughs> soccer in the gut. Soccer in the gut. And then Duke Cannon's hey. solid cologne. It's like a right. solid, but it's a cologne. When you come in and you be like, why I ought a woman? What do you do? You rub it on like a. I don't know. Leaf and leather. Rub it on your Again, I can smell like body. leaves and leather. Leaf and leather. Leafy greens, thyme and eucalyptus. It probably smells great. That's not like shit I would put in my juicer blender. Yeah. <laughs> it's got some vanilla in it. It's got some. What's got musk. vanilla in it? Can't go wrong with vanilla. Gently rub fingers along the balm and then precisely apply to your pulse points. Uh, uh, Travel friendly tin allows for a couple applications a day if desired. It's like a little, like an Altoid tin. Yeah. Mm. So. Like you're going to have some Tic Tacs in that shit or something. You're a real man. It's only $25. That's a, 
for a cologne, that's a good price. <coughs> Depending on the scent. I mean, they got a lot of stuff that do can in line and most of it is good, but yeah, they do definitely play up. It says not for clowns on the bottle of the thick body wash. I have a beard wash too from them. And I think it says not for clowns. I was like, I'm not a clown. So. <laughs> you know, they have shit to like threaten men's manhood. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I need to try this because I don't want to yeah. be no punk. Yeah. Are you like, a punk bitch? You a that, punk bitch? Are that's you? Is, that's exactly what, what the, that's how they promote it. Yeah. Like, buy this shit. Punk ass, ass. You better buy this. You want to be a man, don't you? You want them bitches, you don't safe. you? We'll see you next week. Bitches need not apply. Bitches leave. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Bitches leave. <laughs> <laughs> bitches leave. This smells like leaves, but not bitches leaves. <laughs> Andy, we get any emails? No. No, we got a couple. We got a couple comments slash uh, emails. Um, let me pull up. Where is it? Because we got one email like today, like this morning, actually, too. Make sure I have that one. I think Abbasi sent us an email. Um, first of all, we got a couple comments from Raphael. White Label American Podcast. I drink a glass of water with lime in it before going to bed and two glasses as soon as I wake up every time I come back from walking our dog and kid. 10,000 steps completed. By the way, I was a bit similar to Andy when it came to the sweets, but for different reasons. I saw the damn movie. They used to be popular in my neck of the woods as a kid and got scared of a dentist. Uh, useless uncle told me that I didn't want the same happening to me like the white man in the movie. I should stop eating sweets. Sad oh, to no. say it worked. Never saw a dentist in my life until I joined the Navy and they were amazed at how good my teeth were. Uh, here's some scenes from the movie Going Bananas. <laughs> so I don't think I've seen that one. Uh, Going Bananas. Is about it has like a going to the dentist kind of thing. Let me let me pull it up here. The Groucho Marx movie. I don't think it's a Groucho Marx movie. Uh, Jimmy Walker is in this. Wait, I th- I've heard of this. I think I've heard of this movie. I'm a musty old Dan. 1987. Dom DeLuise. Dom DeLuise. I want a dentist now. Well, you're in luck. My uncle is a dentist. Oh, Jesus Christ. Really? Is this like his uncle's like a witch doctor kind of thing, or what's going on here? This is 1987 now. What are we doing? I don't believe you. You have just insulted my uncle. Oh, man. What's going on? Oh, this is one with the little. It was supposed to be. This is a Golden Globus movie. (laughs) Okay. So this is one of those those movies we were talking about. Um, yeah, it's like, yeah, this is a Golden Globus joint or a, or a canon movie point. This was supposed to be their answer to ET, I think. Okay, hello, and they, none of them have teeth. Okay, it will all be fine, Mr. Big Bad Joe. Oh, what is going on here? I don't know. This is ridiculous. They have a drill being powered by a, someone pedaling a bike. I don't even understand what's happening. Okay, Joe. All right. I don't know what's happening in this movie. <laughs> they didn't know either. 
Um, but it had an effect on Raphael for sure. He was, uh, he was, he stopped eating sweets after that. Raphael also says, also I don't before blame I forget, me. as I may miss the live recording, shout out to Felt Five. He was on PBS dropping bars. We got he was HBO's Rod, Frankie French, and PBS Felt Five. We're going places. Next up, Netflix, Andy and Randolph. All right, I'll come on, it. let's All go. Right. <laughs> so. Then we got a message uh, from Rob on uh, Patreon. I know y'all are watching Bo's show on HBO yep. and figured y'all might have a similar observation. Last week, I was expecting some good jokes on the UNC coaches. Poor edge up. That's Hubert Davis. <laughs> Until I heard his show on Monday and his commercial read his commercial read for supercuts. I was definitely expecting it to be a supercuts haircut joke on Sunday because his lineup sucked. <laughs> That's from a bald guy. <laughs> Sucked has like seven U's. It sucked. <laughs> sucked. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't think I've seen pictures of Hubert Davis during this tournament, but uh yeah, he not, you know, he need to go somewhere with a Z's on end cuts with a Z. Yeah, the 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 lineup police with a Z. Are out. <laughs> so you can't uh you can't have a fucked up lineup. We got called well, out on uh, that shit. Somebody in the chat room pointed out that there was a brother getting his hair cut in the stands. I saw that. It was like an NBA game. No, I was. I think it was on the tournament. Games. It was a college game. He was. Uh, I thought it was like some kind of. Maybe they were doing like a commercial or some kind of. No, he was getting his haircut. <laughs> but how's that even possible? Right. <laughs> how's so, that allowed? Yeah, like, what if the hair gets on the court and people slip on it? I he mean, was up, he thing was going. up in the back. He was up in the stands. What if the oh, hair okay. gets on someone's food? Yeah, that's the thing. I was thinking. I was like, what? What is happening? Why are you doing that? Yeah. Uh. We got a couple. Well, I guess I guess two. One long comment from Tom. Uh, Tom said, "Hey there, three Geo folks. It's Tom W. The one time in months I was not able to listen live in months, and y'all talked that Deep Space Nine. My job used to allow quote allow me to watch at least two episodes of Star Trek a day, so I binge DSA and Voyager. What a job is that? In that <laughs> job. job, a lot of downtime. You know, they didn't really allow it. Use the company's Wi-Fi. Yep." It's just a lot of bathroom breaks. Uh, the episode that you were talking about far beyond the stars is one of those episodes far where the heavy the made up actors didn't wear the makeup and we could At see all. what they really looked like. Cisco was a reporter in, I think, the 1940s, but was hitting roadblocks because of him being black. While Worf slash Michael Dorn was a baseball player. Ladies on both arms were basically, I got money. I don't care about the struggle. Uh, Jake not being Cisco's kid, but a street kid, a hood. If you were proffered, basically ain't nothing going to change because they just see us you see us as N-words. And he didn't say N-word on Star Trek. First and last time it happened on Star Trek and other sci-fi. Always looked at the issues of inequality. So it really makes no sense when some people never make the connection or gets angry when they get woke about the series. Some people just can't get past laser beams and Riker eye fucking. So and Tom uh, had one more thing. Uh, was the MC poopy pants from Aqua Teen Hunger Force rapping at the town hall meeting? Without video, I just imagine Meatwad in the back getting down. Keep up the good work. Yes, Meatwad. If I'm alive today, I'm the one with the green screen background, yet no green screen images. So uh, um, I think he was in the chat earlier, actually. Yes, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the. Um, the rapper, what was his name? Something 99, whatever his name was. Oh, the rapper was Unkempt White Boy. Oh, Unkempt White Boy. Name. He had a suit <laughs> on. He did have a suit on. It was. Technically, he was kempt. 
Uh, <laughs> Kempt white boy. <laughs> Kempt white boy. And then we got a an email from a bossy came in this morning. Uh, just a question. Sup, guys? A bossy here. I had a question for you guys. At this phase in your lives, especially post-COVID, where do you see stand-up comedy in your futures? I ask because I've noticed neither you nor Randolph have seemed to return back to the stage yet. It also seems you guys are not in a rush to do either. I remember listening to the pod when you guys first started, and it was a consistent hustle of Andy and Randy and Tim, along with most of your guests having so many open mics, headlining sets, competition and festivals going on. Granted, you guys are at a much different phases of your lives now, and the world has changed a lot as well. But I was curious, as I still see SP1 himself, Mike B, Frankie, Dominic, et cetera, still on the grind. Keep up the great work as always. Congrats to Big Rod on the new gig. With Bomani, glad, to, glad that King got off ESPN. Uh, Karen has to be the most wholesome woman on earth, and it sounds like she, she and uh, can make a sweet potato pie, a mean sweet potato pie. So, <laughs> potato pie. Y'all be easy, bossy. That's um, the accent. <laughs> Yeah, I've not, I've never tried to make a sweet potato pie. Now my mama, now my now my mama can make a mean sweet potato pie. I've oh. never tried. To, I know it might sound weird, but I've never tried to make a sweet I potato Rod's pie. I bet Rod's mom can too. Can Rod's mom make a sweet potato pie? Yes, and I've never tried to make a potato salad. There's certain things I'm scared. I've never actually tried to cook a whole turkey because I remember one time when I was uh, younger, I was watching uh, Roderick's mama uh, do a turkey, and she reached inside that hole and I pulled out a bag, bitch. I was like, why are you assaulting this chicken? Why? Where's that bag coming from? Yeah, it's a little, it's a little gross. Just get the... I didn't know what was happening. That's some, that's some guts. You can make a gravy out of them. Yeah, gizzards and shit. Like, I didn't gizzard, know. All, gizzard gravy. <laughs> all I know, she was digging in that bitch like she was digging for gold. I was like, what the fuck is in the middle of that turkey? Ain't it all meat? She was like, no. Liver King will eat that shit. Ugh. <laughs> uh, he's welcome to it um where do we see comedy in our futures okay well first of all uh for a while last year really starting around may june uh we were going out i was going out randolph has a job that hasn't busy in the evenings but i was going out regularly and up until november uh and then november late november my mother started having health issues and then she went to the hospital and then it was like she has days to live. So I could not risk going out, right? being exposed to COVID, being on a five day like quarantine or getting COVID and being, and this is Omicron was like ramping up. Uh, when I took her to the hospital, the emergency room was packed with uh, COVID people. So um, I had a few weeks where I, I was on my own lockdown. I stopped going to the gym. I stopped doing anything. So uh, that then ended she died in january but then it's like now i got all these other things to do i'm handling her estate i'm going through the house and taking all the stuff so my evenings are kind of busy and i'm not really in a hurry to go back to stand up just yet even though i have been scribbling down premises lately so right. that might be coming but yeah i was back we were back on the scene for a bit um both of us we were pre-omicron cool. even through like delta mm -hmm. when it was like i stopped going back out again and then now that we're past that, I'm like, I got to get get back. But again, I'm not in a hurry because I do have a lot of shit to do in the evenings these days. Doing handling in the state is like a part time job in itself. Mm -hmm. But um, Dominic is is back out, but he's not out all the time. He's out just sometimes for like one show here, one show there. But he's putting up more clips. So it maybe seems like he's out all the time. He's not out there grinding, mm -hmm. you know, four or five nights a week for sure, like like pre COVID days. Uh, we we talked about that the other night. We've talked about that a few times where he's just quality over quantity. Um, Frankie is out more and mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. She's got more going on. She's out, you know, in different, she's got like three different cities that she's on the scene of. You know? mm-hmm. right. right. She's in three different cities. She's scenes. popping up somewhere. She she's works, like, where she in the world is Frankie? The, she she yeah. works for the Nets. So, yeah, now she's got a job up in, in New York. Job so she's looking for the Nets, you know, so she's always around. Mike B um, is making a push. And now that he's uh, got his job situation squared away where he's not, he's, uh, he's on basically with disability. He's got more time to go out and do things too. So it's just a matter of part of part of it is COVID. Part of it is where we are in our lives at the moment uh, versus where part of it is are. comedy. Comedy is changing too. And there so aren't that many, as many festivals and competitions, yeah. and it's the not all the way back. Stand up has changed. It's not all the way back yet. Like it's it's you know. part of the way back. And there are shows that we could get on if we wanted to, but it's not even just us. I'm looking at social media. There's a lot of people who are not out there. Right, that much who we used to see all the time, and and some of these shows I see the lineups. I'm like, oh wow, these lineups. It's mostly newer people. You know, maybe they're hungrier because they're newer or thirstier. And um, yeah. I see, I've been seeing more women. I mean, not trying to be funny, like on yeah. on a lot of more of the lineups because maybe a lot of the men are like, I'm not doing this, or some comics actually just like I'm not doing comedy anymore. Like they just left comedy all together. So I've yeah. realized that some of the Banners and promotions I've seen because, you know, I follow a lot of people y'all follow. A lot of them have more women on it. It's not like the one woman. It's like three, maybe four women out of the, out of the maybe five or six now versus just the, you know, the the one that they normally like to throw out there. Yeah. And it was I mean, there was there's a couple of things there, too. There was a push even before COVID to diversify more. And a lot of women were making noise on social media about that. Like, oh, you got a diverse show because there's one woman because a lot of shows would do that, like mm-hmm. a girl, you know, so we got diversity. You know, we're done. And there was already kind of that growing, but then what's also happened is since COVID shut down a lot of shows and shut down some venues, the what's happening now is new shows run by younger comics or people who are newer in the game, whose sensibilities are more already ingrained to push, you know, for representation and diversity and all that. Whereas the old guard was more like, Oh, we got to remind ourselves, put a girl on the show. You know, now it's like, it's not like that. Randolph and I still book the draft house. We've, we've always kind of reminded mm-hmm. ourselves to do that, but there were a lot of people who had blind spots and a lot of these people just, their show doesn't exist anymore. And now a new, yeah. a new group of 20 somethings has taken over and they see those openings. Like, you know, people like us are staying home a little bit. They see openings. We're like, Oh, there's, I can get in there. I can run a show. I can put together something. And it's reflecting the sensibilities of younger people now, which is overall a good thing. Uh, even for women who are veterans, there's more opportunity to just go up night after night and get good spots. So, you know, more power to them, but yeah, we'll be, I'm not, uh, yeah, this part of it is I'm not super motivated to go back right now and maybe the fire is out. I don't think it's out, but um, I'm going to uh, start probably get getting back out a little bit more in the next month or so. And then the next variant comes along. I might just stay back home, you know? No. And I was out on a Saturday. I did that spot. Um, <laughs> went very well and uh i don't know if i talked about it here about the upper limit problem this book i'm reading about the upper limit do i have it here yes i do it's called uh the big leap the big leap uh, conquer your hidden fear and take your life to the next level the big leap you can ignore all that conquer your fear and fear and stuff like that don't worry about that because that makes it sounds very mumbo jumbo-ish <laughs> You know, so this sounds like a 
you know, uh, like a uh, what's the what's the guy, the big headed dude, who, uh, the big headed dude, the big headed dude, uh, the the motivational speaker, oh uh, Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins. It sounds like some shit he would say. I feel like he's more big face than big head. He, well, you gotta have a big, you gotta have a big head and a big face, man. I mean, big face, little head is kind of a weird look, but or big face, average yes. head. <laughs> Mostly well, this guy's face. gay, Hendrix. It's about he believes that you have a everybody has an upper limit. That you what have do you mean by that? It's setting you from from childhood by by family circumstances, life life circumstances, societal circumstances. You get to a point. You're going along, you're getting success, you're getting success, and you get to a certain point and you you don't think you be you can go beyond that point. You don't believe that you should have more than this successful point. So you sabotage yourself in some way and you drop back down. So it's just your upper limit. You reach an upper limit. It can be it's in everything. It's in love, romance. Uh, but you become more comfortable with responsibilities, you know. education, everything. You get to a certain point. Some people call it you just have a comfort, a comfort level. You have a comfort level on what you do, right? So I've been kind of, you know, who recommended the book was Questlove. He, he was talking about it because he was talking to, to Bonnie Raitt. Bonnie Raitt's in the book because this guy knows Bonnie Raitt, you know, and there was a time when she was just a blues musician. I say just, she was just a blues musician and she wanted to try and do other type of music and her label wanted her to just stay blues. So she took a chance on herself and she became hugely successful. Not that she wasn't successful before as a blues musician. That's not the point. The point is she transcended and went beyond that. You know, you become, yeah, see, Tanya's talking about the quest love. Yeah. So when I heard him talk about the book, I said, let me look into this book. So I looked into it and I went ahead and got the book. And um, so after I did this set, I did a set at, at uh, our boys spot. And this whole thing, I had been up, I hadn't been up since Omarion started dancing in the DC streets. That was the last time I went up and did comedy. So I went back and went up again and I went and did the set and it went really well. So when I came off stage, I was talking to Andy about it and I said, I don't know if I can trust that because it went so well. Why? I, it can't be. That can't be real because <laughs> I was literally saying that that can't be real. I just it went. So it went too well. Oh, they just no, happened to be I'm at not, the house. I'm not this funny. It, it can't be well. So that was Saturday night. And then Sunday I was at the gym and I was working out and I was like, that's the upper limit that that's that's me hitting the upper limit. I told myself because I hadn't right. been on stage so long, it wasn't going to go well. And then when it did go well. I made it so it wasn't well. It wasn't. No, it can't possibly right. be well. But then if you go back and you look at it, like I've been doing stand-up for a long time. I know how to be on stage. That hasn't right. gone away. That's just me. So why can't I trust this audience? Dude, the, uh, these, like, Rich, it's like uh, Richard Pryor talking to Eddie Murphy. Well, then motherfuckers laugh? <laughs> then tell Bill to have a coke and smile. Shut the fuck up. If, if, if the people laugh, they had a really great time. I accomplished what I wanted to accomplish. And they had a really good time. I was looking at my, I was doing like the, all the shit new comics do. I was sitting in the back. I was looking at my set. I was doing things in my mind. I was like, okay, I got to do this. I got to say this and make sure to say this bit. Say, make sure to do this bit. You haven't done this bit in a while. Sit into it. Um, don't rush through the words because I have a habit of doing that. Don't rush through the words. Sit in the words. Let them laugh. If they don't laugh, just keep going. So I did, I did everything you're supposed to do and it worked. So why wouldn't the laughs be genuine? Right. 
you know, and the promoter, the promoter, Jack texted me, texted me the next texted me that night. He was like, dude, you're a beast. I was like, thank you, man. I don't I said, I said, man, it's just it's about your show, dog. You set the show up nice. That's why it went so good. Okay, but in that moment (laughs) when I was on stage for that set, I was Uh a beast. In that moment on stage for that moment, I was a beast. But even when I was texting back with Jack, that's that upper limit thing of it. it you just can't sit in the uh, no, this is this is good. You just you can't let yourself sit in the moment. You know, and we all we all kind of have that. Well, it's part we of it, too, is like um, this is a hurdle that in my mind I've had to get over and probably still have to get over. After COVID, some of these people, I don't want to make them happy. I don't want to entertain them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like I I was, in that. the city, it's different in the city. The people who are going to shows even last year were, were the ones who were vaccinated. There weren't really a lot of people, probably a handful, but the people who were out, they want you to make fun of anti-vaxxers. Like they, you know, they definitely are. Oh yeah, it. definitely. But shows outside of that, like it, it, it's, you know, it's kind of touch and go with some of that stuff. And I'm like, I, I don't know if I want to be around some of these people. I don't I, bringing joy to them and happiness to them doesn't interest me sometimes. And so then it's like, okay, well that limits the shows that I want to do because some of them, I just don't want to do them because I'm like, I'm not going to drive out to that town because I know what goes on in that town. And I know the people that are there. Um, so that's it. That's part of being choosy and, and, and picky. And that's age though. That's age and experience. Well, in a few years ago, I kind of, I was gonna say I decided it, but I really more accepted that I'm an independent artist. So, which can be liberating because then you can do whatever you want. You don't have to worry about like playing the game and climbing the ladder and all that stuff. But also you can step away. You You can step away for a few weeks or a couple months or a few months. And, you know, I got a job that pays the bills. It's not like I'm, I'm, I have to be out there grinding because I've seen people, I've seen comics get stuck where they have to do shows and they're doing shows in the pandemic or they're going to these towns that don't get them. And, they got to get that couple hundred bucks because they need it and right. not needing it is liberating in a lot of ways. It's liberating in terms of the shows you can choose to do. And also it's liberating in what you can talk about. Cause it's like, Oh, I don't, I don't give a fuck about, you know, dancing for these people because I want to get rebooked in six months. doesn't matter to me. Right. But part of that is also, I can take a few weeks off and not necessarily feel antsy like i'm being passed by and i'm losing my place on the scene no i can show up anytime i want like randolph did last week i know i can do well and i know if i want to record an album i can put an hour together or a half hour together and record it myself and put it out like i did my last one so it's it's um that leaves me sort of in these moments like oh if i don't feel like it i don't have to you know Whereas before it's like, I don't feel like about kind of have to, because you got to grind, you got to get your, your multiple sets in every week. You got to post about it. A lot of comics are out uh, several nights a week these days and they're not posting about it. That's the weird thing to me. It's like, you're not seeing like the real, the Instagram kind of uh, thing where it's like, everything's great. Uh, everyone killed. And we've got another show tomorrow. And thanks for coming out. Like it's, everything's a little bit muted. Like the volume is kind of right. turned down a bit on, on all the grinding and stuff. I think a lot of people reassessed what makes Which me Which I actually happy. like, by the way, because a lot of it was fake. Yeah, a lot of, most of it was. It's like it's people mm-hmm. just making little commercials for themselves. And I think during the pandemic, a lot of people assessed, do I want to be out four or five nights a week? No. I, there's a lot of comics who are out on the scene now one or two nights a week. It's not just Dominic and a few other people. It's, it's a lot of them. Do I really want to... That's wanna, exhausting. 
do I have, do I want to hire a photographer to come take pictures of me looking cool? No, I just want to go do a set. You know, like there's, there's a lot of that stuff that was really getting, uh, you just wearing on people, weighing on people, like just kind of the Instagram culture, the glitz, the, the glamour, the, the, the cult of personality that these people were sort of involved in. And I think a lot of people, there's a lot of comics that I think haven't come back at all and probably won't. Yeah. And I agreed. Sometimes names will pop into my head, like local DC comics, like, Oh, what happened to that guy? I haven't, Oh, I haven't seen him since the pandemic. And he probably just walked away from comedy, you know? Mm-hmm. So in a sense, there's more purity of it because it's not so much about the, the flash, you know, the sizzle. It's more about just getting in there and doing a set, but also people just aren't, as interested in and myself included in getting in your car every night, going to DC, doing five minutes, going home. Like, no, I'll, I'll wait until it's makes sense to me. I've got yeah, enough experience. Wait till I do a good 10. Yeah. I've you got know, enough experience I where I can, I can set. just, and when I was coming up, we had one set a week anyway. That was, that was the whole thing. The scene was smaller. So I can just write and write and write and then go perform instead of like writing every day and performing every day. It's not the way I have to do it. So you know, who knows? Maybe uh, it's two sets on Saturday. And then later on, it was you can get an ascendant during the week and the two sets Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening, Saturday yeah. afternoon, Saturday evening. Yeah. You know, I, and when we came back from COVID last year, like May or June, I remember like it was like a year layoff basically at that point, more than a year. And after like two sets, I was like, it feels like it's more of like a month layoff now, you know? Yeah. And after a couple more sets, I was like, now it feels like may- I may be two weeks rusty of a you know, two week layoff. So closing that gap of like not being on for a while is not something I'm worried about. So when I get back out there, I'll, I'll, uh, you know, if I put my mind to it. I can still do it, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I'm, you know, I really want to concentrate on screen, on screenwriting and screenwriting and script writing. So I've really been trying to now here's the upper limit thing again. In the past, I wouldn't even say that out loud because of the upper limit come on through speaking into existence you know? so it's like, yeah i've been concentrating on screenwriting and script writing and um and um trying to learn the learning ins and outs of that so i have some couple things so that's kind of eating up my time mm-hmm. future writers good, in, deal. A, in a good way in mm-hmm. a good way it's eating up my time in a, in a good way but mostly that's just self-study and there's nothing there's nothing that's produced from that other than other than for me you know what i mean so it's just for me so you wouldn't see it until until this until the script ap- appears. If right. I ever write one, as Latoya saying, I, that's dope. But I may not. I may not ever write one. It's just about having the tool. Because someone might walk up to me and say, hey, "Have you ever read the screenplay?" Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, I mean, there's a lot of writers who wrote one novel and then have a bunch of composition books in a closet somewhere that just didn't write yeah. another, or they wrote a bunch of shit they didn't put it out. You know, that happens right. all the time. It's the exercise of doing it. So, you know. It's just uh, it's the outlet at some point. But again, being an independent artist who has, you know, the bills paid through another means, you can you can do with it whatever you want. Right. You know, you don't right. have to like I got to make this and it's got to turn into something or I'll feel like I failed. No. But at some point, I'll, I'll I will write something. I just don't know what. I have I don't have any ideas. <laughs> I don't have anything going on like everybody's like oh, you gotta write a sitcom i don't know what the fuck sitcom i don't, I don't know <laughs> like i would i would love to talk to donald glover's brother because he writes atlanta <laughs> like i need to talk to that guy 
just, I don't care about his process or anything like that. I just want to talk to him, you know, for, for, you know, for a while. And then we can talk about process a little bit, but I just want to talk to him. You know, when you, when you heard this story, why'd you turn it into a, why'd you turn it into a show? Who hasn't, are, are we, are we done with emails and stuff? Andy? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Who hasn't seen Atlanta? I have not seen it. Are you going to watch it? No. Okay. Maybe eventually yeah. I'll binge it at some You're point fine. in the future. So I'm I'm not, <laughs> I'm not involved. Tamika just said Who she has not seen it. Hasn't seen it. Okay. So I'm going to do a little spoilery stuff here. Karen, you've seen it, right? Yes. Mark, have you seen it? Do you watch it? No. Yeah, it's it's so good. You know, so, you know, his brother, Donald Glover's brother, watches it and writes the episodes. And uh, the first episode, it had nothing to do with the guys, with the with the guys, with the Atlanta crew. So I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's I knew the stories, though. I knew the stories. So I was like, okay, I, I just see what you're doing with this. With, with the first story, I was like, all right, I, I see what's happening here. <laughs> you know, because you're you're just personifying this story where they did wrote a story about there's a this is this is well known because um, Michael Harriet wrote a great one of his great Twitter Twitter columns about it. There is a town in Georgia. There's a lake that is haunted. And people say, you know, we say hey, it's haunted. I'm like, no, that motherfucking lake is haunted. <laughs> that motherfucking lake is haunted. If you go and look at the deaths, look at the deaths by drowning in a time. They are strangely high. Okay. Well, the reason why the lake is haunted is because the, the surrounding township, it was a Black Wall Street situation. They flooded out the town, Lake Lanier. Thank you. So that story is true. I that thought, okay, it, I felt like it was a true story. I kept saying, that story is true. I think this story is true. I don't know what they're talking about, it's but this sounds like some bullshit. <laughs> that story is true. And there are a lot of deaths, people, usually white, dying in that, dying in there, swimming. They just swim in there and they fucking die. They just die. And nobody knows seems to understand what's happening. And it's a weirdly, it's a weird number of people that have died in this lake. And they're like, yeah, you're getting killed by the fucking black spirits of all these people who died there. And the reason why those people, black people died is because they didn't think they did. They just didn't believe that they were going to flood this town out while they were there. They was like, there's no way they're going to do that. They flooded them out and killed and just drowned them. <laughs> they just flooded the town out and drowned them. So when he was telling that, telling that story, I was like, oh, I know the story. So it's, hey, it's been personified. That's great. Let's get to the show. <laughs> you know, this is great. I thought that the episode would have something to do with that. It doesn't even have anything to do with that, except towards the end a little bit. <laughs> you know, setting but, up for maybe later in the season or something. No, no, it was a stand. It's they do this sometimes in Atlanta, which they did it with the Teddy Perkins episode. They'll do standalone episodes that have nothing at all to do with the storyline that's happening. Yeah, nothing at all to do with the storyline, which I actually respect. And they just pull you in. The storyline was about. You remember the story about the black kids who the white adoptive mothers killed them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's that. It's that exactly, except the black kids live. It took me a while to make that connection. I know that might sound because I was like, oh, okay, we went on, went on, went on. And then it was one of the like the photo op when the when the, uh, the cop. Yes. Yeah. Th- and I was like. Oh, this is based off of real life because that was the moment it made the connection for me. Because some people may have picked it up from the beginning, I didn't. 
<laughs> until I that moment. I didn't catch it. I didn't catch it until the two white mothers. I was like, oh, I see what's happening. Okay. Oh. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> I said, okay. They got the two. Oh, I was like, this right. is based off I of real life. Like, yeah. Because of the first story with the child, I said, okay, so they're they're hitting on. So I said, so this is not going to have anything to do with the with the Atlanta crew. All right. Okay. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that's that's fine. Let's do this then. Let's do this then. And I remember texting texting Chris. I was like, hey man, I'm liking this episode. The writing is fantastic. I don't need it as far as the Atlanta as, as far as the show Atlanta, but it's great. <laughs> it's great. It's a great episode. It's a really great episode, you know, with these two, these two vile white women who adopt black children and just mistreat the fuck out of them, which is what they were doing to these kids in real life. They were just right. mistreating them and everybody let it go because they're white women and they're black kids. So they must be doing good for them. Right. And then these bitches just drove off a cliff with the, with these kids in the thing in the backseat of the car. Aren't is, isn't that that's the, the real life story. Wasn't that, didn't they have mm-hmm. that kid go like hug a cop or something at some yes. protest? Was that mm-hmm. that story? That's, yeah. 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 <laughs> real story. Mm-hmm. May yeah. articles. And they, had, and- they had the kid dressed up like that kid. Yes, they, they did. And that picture's floating out there. And came out yeah. and criticized. I was like, we don't really know what's happening really, behind like this it. photo. Cause a lot of people criticized that child. I was like, Hey, dog, like that's a child. And we don't know what's behind that. And then months later, you know, them crazy bitches end up killing all of them. Yeah. Yeah. They drove a car off a cliff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Except in this, the kids lived. So that was redemption. They wrote, he wrote a redemption story for it that the mm-hmm. kids lived. Yeah. You know, so I thought that was great. I thought it was great writing, which I've been trying to focus on more of writing stories and stuff like that is trying to watch the story flow. I need to I need to now start downloading scripts and reading scripts as I as I go back and watch those and read scripts. But so Chris Lambert's trying to help me point me in a direction where I can get where I can start downloading scripts. Yeah, you can the Google s- the scripts. I'll, you'll, they'll, you'll find those things that yeah. PDFs are online. There's the second episode was just picked up with them in Europe, which was I was like, oh, this is good. You know, and it jumped right back in. The writing is still the writing is still the writing. I was invested right back in the characters. Um the juxtaposition between our our jail system and their jail system is like <laughs> motherfucking night and day, ain't it, bitch? That's how that's how they Woo! do jail over there. That's how they do jail over there. Hey, honey, he was pleasant. like, "Yes, could you do this and this and that?" I'm yeah. Like, is this motherfucking room service? The hell is yeah. this? That's how they do jail over there. It's all pleasant, you know. And then the thing with the with the Schwarze Pete, <laughs> the little black faced. They, they say it's blackface. No, he's supposed to be like a black slave. You ain't slick. You know, and then the, the assist, even the assisted suicide. I was like, OK, they're doing an assisted suicide. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that what was happening. I, I was like, oh, was not. I was, I was not ready. Was not ready. And because they do assisted suicide over there. So I was like, oh, OK, they don't assist. all right. This is, it's OK. It's OK. Wham. <laughs> Oh, that shit was so good. That shit was so good. <laughs> say, hey, man, I ain't going out there. No, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. All right, I got to take care of it. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I like, I like, I was, it ain't Mr. Beat. I was very pleased. So between Atlanta and Abbott Elementary, we're doing fine on television. 
Yeah, Abbott Elementary is a ball. Uh, that 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 is so much fun. I have Raphael. Raphael has seen the blackface in the chat room in the small town of Netherlands. The blackface. They just run around blackface. Oh, which look the face. So you're saying that oh they have blackface because he because he slid down a chimney. Why has he got an afro wig on then? <laughs> why why has he got an afro wig on then? It's not supposed to be his skin. It's supposed to be the, the soot from the ant from the chimney. Why has he got an Afro wig on? Why are they wearing Afro wigs? Yeah, just wear your regular hair. It's a Jufro, okay? He was oh, Jewish. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> slid down the chimney. Or the Jufro. That doesn't we okay. call in it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. The Malcolm Gladwell fro. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's part Jamaican. So, oh, okay. A little bit from Canada, Canadian Jamaican. You guys want to talk about the gay dog or the short king spring? Let's do both. All right. So let's start with the gay dog. Then these gay dog. It's happened in North Carolina. These people had a dog who I guess I I guess they adopted it from a shelter. Um, Down here with me. They had a dog had in the tense abandoned an animal shelter. Owners thought he was gay. Look at that gay dog. Oh, them big pretty eyes. His name is Fezco. He uh, is a pretty guy. I'm very happy in that picture. Very gay. Actually, a really <laughs> sad story. So hold very happy, very gay. A North Carolina dog was abandoned and sent to an animal shelter because its owners thought the pooch was gay. Fezco is held up at the shelter in Stanley County after his owners caught him humping another male hound. I thought dogs humped everything. Yeah, it says here, oh, the owner's reaction is absurd. Dogs do this for dominance. And even if Fezco was gay, so what? Female dogs will hump, too. This is just a yep. thing that dogs do. Yes, that's what I yep. thought. They just humped on the hump on each other. Yeah, and especially if they're not <laughs> neutered. Uh, the shelter has posted Fezco's story on Facebook, assuring prospective owners he's a good boy and kinds of people and his peers are like, is he gay, though? A gay couple, a gay couple's already adopted him. <laughs> Uh, the five-year-old Aww. doggy will almost certainly get a home. Gay men have adopted him. As for Fesco's did they do the update, Andy? They did do the update. Uh, well, maybe not. I'll I'll look it up. As for Fesco's oh, former yet, owners, maybe. maybe a turtle. Then again, that hump on their shell may be alarming to them. Um, even if he was a gay dog, what does that mean now? What what mm-hmm. does that mean? You can't you can't be uh, an owner of a gay dog. If if uh, hold on, here's the I dog. mean, my thing is, how do you know a dog is gay? Like, that's the question that me and Roger asked. I mean, it's a best of play in the background. I mean, uh, rainbows <laughs> everywhere. I mean, you let me know. Are we rolling out with roller skates and booty shorts with chaps? I mean, let me know what are the signs to say my dog is gay? We got Fezco. leather happening. What's happening here? Same sex couple adopts Fezco, dumped being gay and renamed him after Oscar Wilde. Uh, who was it? Wasn't he gay? Am I wrong? Yeah, about yeah. That? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. So they, this dog, this dog's like, wait a minute. So I am gay. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. Uh, a gay North Carolina couple steps in after Fesco was abandoned for his sexuality. A dog was dumped at the shelter and his owners branded him gay. Uh, here's the two guys. Oscar formerly Fesco. Right. Just hear that techno beat going. Hey. Uh, 
Fesco was controversially handed into the Stanley County Animal Protective Services near Charlotte, North Carolina last weekend after trying to hump another male dog. This week, Stanley County Animal Protective Services said Fesco had been handed in for his apparent sexuality, prompting strong debate as to which even Cardi B weighed in. I guess she tweeted about it. Oh, he's precious. This is is one of Fesco's owners with the dog. Within a few days, local couples Steve Nichols and John Wynn came forward to take the dog and said he was in a bad way. What is almost as concerning is the idea that he's gay and the person gave him up for that reason. In fact, the owner apparently didn't do anything to take care of the dog. It's pretty apparent to me that he had Mm. not been seen, had not seen a good meal or a groomer in his life either. These people, they're mistreating dogs anyway. It's not just. Right. It's not like, oh, he was right. our baby, our family pet, and it turns out he's gay. Like they weren't feeding him. He was probably running around off leash all the time. I know it's silly to think a dog is gay, but if he wants to be gay as hell, he can be gay here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll still, Let's go. We'll still love him and take care of him. Oscar's being kept at the shelter until he's healthy enough to go home to Nichols and win. He probably hasn't gotten his shots. He's probably got like, no, mm-hmm. probably don't got no records. No shots. Yeah. Hasn't been neutered. Mm-mm. Yeah. Not wormed. Right. Yeah, probably not giving him. They're probably not bathing him. So. Right. He probably doesn't have. Which, now they can put like little implants in them so you can track them in case they get lost. Yeah. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll put that. that they'll, they'll give him like the flea and tick medicine. Yeah. They'll microchip mm-hmm. him. All that stuff. Yep. Um, you know, it pays to be collar. a gay dog. If you're if you're a dog and you want to get adopted, just Come on. get a little gay. Hump some legs. Uh, puppies often mount playmates, people, <laughs> and toys until they reach sexual maturity, while neutered or spayed male or female dogs may continue to mount simply because they enjoy it. <laughs> dogs can sometimes mount other animals to display social status or control. Homosexual behavior has been noted in over 1,500 animal species, yep. according to the Scientific American. Now, Normally, when people mistreat a dog like that, they don't even bother taking it to the shelter. They just fucking mm-hmm. open the door and say, go on, go on, get get out of here. Go on and get you gay dog. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> no, no gay dogs allowed in here. Canine, not gay nine. Other animals which have been deserved engaging in same-sex sexual behavior include elephants, giraffes, dolphins, penguins, Japanese macaque, mon- macaque monkeys, and lions, according to PETA. Uh, instances of male penguins in long-term relationships have been noted at the London Zoo with penguins Ronnie and Reggie at the Central I've Park. I've heard about them. With no, penguins, Ronnie and Reggie. <laughs> Ronnie and Reggie. Uh, male giraffes are known to rub their necks along each other's bodies and spend many hours... Don't you mean the shaft to their necks? Spend many hours uh, uh, courting and shaft. caressing their potential partner. According shaft. to PETA, scientists <laughs> have also observed male lions nuzzling, caressing, and mounting each other. Well, I mean, all cats are gay, right? Uh, I think that's that, the thing. That's yeah. The, <laughs> I take my cat back when he's straight. Uh, I mean, they already licked themselves. Yeah, a lot of licking. Very flexible. Yeah, dolphins uh, are some dolphins are some freaks. They don't give a fuck. They get high. They get high off puffer fish. Dolphins are some freaks. They're yeah. the freaks of the they the freaks of the water world. Yeah, it's just like Studio 54 underwater. <laughs> they got a whole thing going on. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of people had to do Atlantis to keep the dolphins out. The thing about this uh this gay dog though, five years old. There's that old joke about how like uh you suck one dick and now you're gay, right? Like <laughs> 
This dog is five years old. He had a whole, he had a sex free life for five years. And then he started, he mounted somebody or another dog at five. He doesn't get any benefit of the doubt. What if he's just experimenting? Like he's in his college years. He just wants to try <laughs> out some new mm-hmm. shit. Maybe, maybe he didn't like it. Maybe he decided he wasn't into it. Um, most research into same sex relationships and animals describes the practice as an evolutionary paradox since it doesn't help the animal reproduce, nor does it directly contribute to the survival of the species. Just feels good, man. Just feels good. You just want companionship. You know, you just want someone to, to lay your head. To next hell. To You're going to go to hell. <laughs> I think my dog is bisexual. Uh, biologist Nathan Bailey and Marlene Zuck from the University of California, Riverside, found some benefits in the practice. For example, their studies of the Latian albatross show that female-female pairing can increase fitness by taking advantage of the excess of females and shortage of males in the population to provide superior care for offspring. Oh, that, that's a numbers issue then. Mm, or, yeah. Like, there's just, you know, there's like- there's The males enough, are dying. There's yeah. not enough dudes to go around, so the women just start pairing off with one another, you know? Uh, we've all seen those movies. So they, they, they just they just use this they use this story as a dive into the animal in the end look at how long this article's gotten all of a sudden this is, yeah this is the daily mail like they, they're going deep into animal sexuality i'm like y'all really been wanting to talk about this wow, haven't you? <laughs> somebody was like now nah, i can pull that article i wrote three months ago <laughs> recently researchers are moving that thing away from william and kate for william and kate going to the going to jamaica and the bahamas they are horrible human beings I don't even know what happened there. I just saw like some tweet about how bad that went. The fucking Jamaicans don't want them there. They're like, we don't, we don't give a fuck oh, about y'all. Oh yeah, they was like, what you ain't gonna do is come here. Kate didn't want to shake hands with this woman, with with this black lady that was there. They're this horrible here. Damn, they're horrible human beings. Yeah, they was like, but you want us to cater towards you because that's why a lot of people go there. Where's that boo? Well, they were just doing like a just a like a visit, like one of those. Yeah, one of those little because they used to be a colony. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's after a hurricane. Okay, so is this an old article? No, this is a new one. Yeah, I saw something about. It. I didn't really understand what was going on. I didn't, I didn't look into it, but uh, yeah, they are yeah. shitty, shitty, shitty people. Yeah, they <laughs> went there, and the people was like, "What you ain't gonna do is going back where you came from." They told them to pay for rest or <laughs> uh, with uh, rest, 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 restitutions. Restitutions. Yeah. Yeah, that was like boo. Are we, are we still uh, are we still your colony? We're not. We're going to get get on. That's, that's everybody's motto. They go get get out <laughs> of here. I was like, get I can't imagine. Here. I can't imagine why why Harry and Megan wouldn't want to be around you pieces of shit. Oh, they visited some memorial for, I guess, victims of this. Uh, this hurricane. Why does he okay. just shave, why does he just shave his head? Jason Statham style. What is he doing? Yeah, he's that, hanging that. on. Hanging on, you're looking like early Captain yeah. Picard. Just you on the top of his head, off, just cut it off. There's a few what hairs right there. Down? There's like a couple That's hairs, a few back fuzz. here. <laughs> He's got a little fuzz. Maybe you need some Scotch Porter products to thicken it up a little bit. Just <laughs> shave that shit off and be done with it. Get some scalp yeah, conditioner. Bro. Oh, yeah. He's got a little wisp. <laughs> Look at that little wisp. Yeah, yeah. Just it don't make no sense. Take all that shit down. Just take all that shit down. Capital U, cut your hair. Yeah, he's old school. Oh, this it looks a little thicker right here. Okay, okay, he's holding on. He doesn't know how bad it looks. I think. I think he looks in the mirror. He's look at that hand. Look at that hand she's giving that dude. (laughs) She's not even closing her hand around. No, I'm gonna give you the bare minimum. Now, what if he went 
bald head, but beard. That's a look. He can do that. Listen, he can do that. And he, he can still wear hair. If he just if he put the, the trimmer on one. Yeah, it's kept it real short. Took the trimmer on one and took everything else completely off. He'd be fine. And every few days, keep it keep it tight. Just basically. keep the trimmer on one. He'd be fine. Keep Instead, it tight. That's that's the I'm trying to hang on shit. Well, see, look at this guy's head and this guy. That's head. the trimmer on one. That the, look at his head. Yeah. He looks like a Family Guy character or something. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and by the way, it wouldn't hurt if he got in the gym a little bit. It, it really wouldn't. I he's mean, not he's that not, far gone right now. So he's not he in terrible shape or anything. He's he could, got, no, he's not terrible. He could do a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit. He does have the him. chest hair poking out, though. That's a good look, you know, <laughs> just have your your royal chest hair sticking out. Yeah, you're not your thing. brother. Stop it. They took yeah, a lot a of whole, pictures. Right, because they said they was racist. So now they're going around taking all these pictures of black and brown people. Oh, OK. So they're on the they're on the little yeah. tour then. Mm hmm. Can we get a camera over here? I got to I got to shake this guy's hand. Yeah, but they're not they're not personable like Harry and Megan. <laughs> yeah, like, they don't have that. Have you seen the video of Harry walking through this? It was a locker room of some soccer team or or football team. And he stopped. It was like it was like that old sketch, that old Key and Peele sketch where, where uh, Obama's walking through talking to people and they tend yeah. gaps up the black people. And Harry did that same shit. <laughs> Walked by the white guy. Hey, how you doing? Nice. How you doing? How you doing? Stop talking to the black dude. Hey, what's happening? Hey, all right. <laughs> Did the same shit. It's on YouTube, I think. This shit was hilarious. Well, you know that Key and Peel sketch was based on a real Obama clip. Oh, yeah. He was walking through a locker room and like he was like, you know, shaking hands with the white guys and then he's dapping up all the black guys. <laughs> <laughs> Whole body language changes immediately. Of course. Brad, how you doing? Yeah, hey Brad. <laughs> Good to Brad, see you. How you doing? Duran, what's happening, baby? <laughs> Yeah, Key and Peele. I remember, chest bump. I remember that show taking a lot of shit when it was on the air. But oh, that was like such a great show. It was people, people, well. they were just following yeah. Chappelle. Yeah, people did not. Uh, they, I think they unfairly criticized that show, and they actually didn't give it give it its just due. Yeah. And I think a lot of it had to do with Chappelle, but it's not the Chappelle show. It, they, it, they were their own thing, and it was really, really good, a really yeah. funny show. I wouldn't say Chappelle was far off with the. Um, they're kind of doing my show. I wouldn't say he was far because. Um, Comedy Central tried. They tried Carlos Mencia. Ugh, that one wasn't good. Key and Peele, which ran, and then uh, Amy Schumer, and right. they were all basically Chappelle shows. But it could easily be argued that Chappelle show was just a Carol Burnett show. Right. I could easily argue that. So. Yeah, and also it's just I mean or that doesn't Flip mean Wilson or their show wasn't funny because the color. format was yeah. we introduce a sketch. So it's funny because the sketches are funny. Right. You know? That's why had, I enjoyed it. They've had sketches that have endured, like the whole the you know, people say, you know, AA Ron as like, everyone knows what you mean yeah. when you say AA Ron. Yeah. Like so, there's these cultural touch points that they created right. um that are, you know, almost maybe even every bit as popular as some of the ones that Chappelle show created, because there's a lot of <laughs> A lot of language and a lexicon that came from Chappelle's show, too. I mean, you even know. David Allen Greer tried it with, with Chocolate News. Yeah. I like that. It was like a send up of a news show, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I mean, there's only the pattern for sitcoms. is The pattern for sketch shows is a certain pattern. It's just the way it is, man. Right. Kids in the hall. It's just, it's just a pattern. Come on, the, the kids in the hall. That's old school. 
yeah, yeah. they're coming back too. They got a little. They they did. They got a thing coming back. Yeah, kids in the hall. So yeah, but Key and Peele, it has aged quite well. I mean, yes, it's, it's people still quote it. There's certain things that you say it, and people immediately know what you're talking about, the sketch you're talking about. Uh, much like a lot of what happened on Chappelle's show. Yeah. Um, this is the article. The uh, it's Short King Spring. Everybody. He looks like he looks like the dude from Wonder Years. The one I on think the he right. Is. No, he is. These are these are famous. Is people. that Fred? That's not Fred. Is that Fred are, Savage? I think so. Uh, these are famous oh, people shit. who have men who have taller girlfriends. Tom Holland. This is Tom Holland right here. I don't think Zendaya is that tall. I think she's got heels on. I think he's short though. He is a little guy, but she's not that big. Well, here's the article. It's officially Short King Spring. <laughs> and these fellas are soaring. Now, this woman they worth a lot see. of money, too. So that is makes a big difference. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, they might be short, but their their money is tall. They're, they got their stacks. Come on. Tall. Yes. Yeah. Um, she doesn't seem happy. And she's got some weird. Those are the lunchbox. What's going on? here? Uh <laughs> They got the same. Is this the same person? He's Spanish, Andy. She's it's Spanish. the same pocketbook. Okay. Eladia. Uh, <laughs> after oh, years no. of getting the short end of the stick, TikTok has declared that the little guys deserve the royal treatment. Some short dude thought this up. Come uh, on. Short King is the new wave. Short Kings is the new wave. Sorry to all y'all giraffes. One fella celebrated on TikTok with a dance. <laughs> Dubbed Short King Spring on social media. Single New Yorkers are looking for love. For less than five foot eight, a group who have been notoriously short short sighted on dating apps. Anyone taller than five eleven no longer qualifies. One female with a tall order announced. So even the women are going for short guys. We love shorties, declared another lady. The TikTok tag short king has more than three hundred twenty nine million views, with some users calling the increase in interest short king spring. The trend is perhaps inspired by Tom Holland and the Daya. <laughs> As uh, ID pointed out, whose height difference, he's 5'8", she's 5'11". Doesn't deter their romance, but rather breaks the internet. Among the shorter men of Manhattan is Sam Bockerman, who clocks in at 5'4 and three quarters and just makes it work. I played sports growing up and I always wished I was taller. It's fucking cue the Skilo song. Right. Um, <laughs> I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I, had, I, wish I was a baller. Wish I had a girl who looked Wish good. I had I a girl look good. I would call her. <laughs> uh, for more sports than dating, the 24 year old said, adding, he's never faced rejection for his height. Most of the girls I've dated, they don't really see height as an issue. Okay. Uh, in fact, he's experienced the opposite. Recently, he went on a date with a taller woman who said she likes them five, six, and shorter. What is going on here? <laughs> this flies in the face of everything I've heard women say my whole life. Right. Right. I don't, I don't know if I trust this. Um, I mean, maybe it's like this a is, fad. This is short man propaganda. <laughs> I think it is. You see I that think, article uh, over there on the right about the kid falling to his death, right? Yeah, I saw that. I, I think this is um, this is propaganda from Big Short, uh, who is <laughs> introducing this, these ideas. Well, Tarny in the chat room saying it's mostly BS. So, I mean, I've I'm heard women to the say women over and over again. We'll we'll open up the floor to the ladies in the chat room in a second, but like, isn't that agreed upon that that's the one? Th- place where like people just openly discriminate is women on the, the height look at, of the look dudes at jason carter date. trying to come in we're talking we're talking to the women what men think don't matter on this <laughs> one okay they just uh, what we got to say don't really matter here it's gonna be about what women have to say okay men under five nine have a 1.2 percent chance of matching online 
Is that is that true? I don't know. That's that crazy. Very true. That seems easily trackable. So it's a probably study true. done in 2014 says short men have less chance of getting married. New York City is even more brutal since men under five nine have a well. 1. I mean, 2%. if you're in New York City under five nine, you might not get seen in a crowd. Duh. But, but you're not dating find you. right the off the bat. You're at but a the, disadvantage. The, the the app eliminates the crowd. It's just your pictures. <laughs> It's probably and one that, of them big sets like match.com or something like that. Yeah. Here's here's me. Plus, that next dude is ugly. Look at this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. Look at this fucking dude. Matt Evenden is a, he's a he's in the article. He's five seven or five eight, depending on who you ask. He Bro, it ain't your height, dog. With women who are five ten or taller, saying height has never been an issue for him. Okay, it's not an issue. Coming from someone like myself who has not dated a lot of girls who are taller than me. It was kind of weird, he said, but after the first 15 minutes when you're on the date, it just kind of becomes okay. Um, so he's never had an issue, apparently. Five, seven, five, eight. You should have an issue with them pants he's got on. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> Randolph is swiping left on all these guys. <laughs> you get no love from Randolph, buddy. Look at his little jacked up grin. You get no love from Randolph, buddy. <laughs> They look almost like a smirk. But I like the way they show he's at Yankee Stadium. They show the rest of the stadium behind him for scale. <laughs> like, <laughs> his head doesn't even hit the infield portion of the stadium. Thank you, Latoya. He's not even trying to make himself look decent, halfway decent. I mean, he's at a Yankees game. This this maybe not, not his herb best watch on. Come on, dude. Try. <laughs> this is not his best picture. I don't know why they put this picture in here. Um Having a girlfriend the same height as him for the most most of college shielded Evenden from some women's tall orders, especially when they say they prefer taller guys or are looking for someone who's over six foot. It was more surprising because I had not experienced that. The 23 year old said being rejected for his height or lack thereof. I was like, really? This is an issue for those who are less picky. The short king trend. See, some some dudes are just short. They're, they're not kings. Like, I think king is getting short shrift on the short king thing. You got to be like still desirable at five, seven or whatever. Like you can't just be short. Right. Right. I would think. Uh, in fact, it may have been brewing for a while after one app called short King dating for men, five, eight and under debuted in late 2020 quote, fuck tall guys date a short King. The website advertises <laughs> while short men are now in big demand. There's still some that are down on their dating luck. <laughs> And what is short? That's the is it five ten? Is it five right. nine? Like what where I'm is not the, tall, so to I me think it's five eight and under, I think. And see to me that's tall because every fuck everybody's taller than me. So uh, my yeah, opinion about it, I guess what's her what's count. her deal? This one is she a dating. Be- some beautiful oh, she's long a dating legs. expert. I'm dating sure it's expert. really hard for her to round up a date. Get the fuck out here. <laughs> right. <laughs> expert. Oh, she's an expert. Oh wow, I'm shocked. <laughs> I mean, she's giving quotes for the article from the from the standpoint of an expert uh, in the chat. They're saying short is under five, nine. So five, nine is OK, but below five, nine. If you hit five, nine, you're probably all right. You're you're good, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so Mark is five, nine. Mark's five, ten. Five, ten. OK, so good. Yeah, yeah five, Mark, ten, five, eleven. Mark has been doing just fine with girls his whole life. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> his whole Mark, life. Mark be pulling them. Mark has been doing just fine. Trust me. <laughs> and, and Mark exclusively dates on tall queens. That's where he goes. <laughs> He's only looking for tall look queens. For him. I want you to bend over. Come on, and kiss climb me. that tree. 
gets me on the top. As long of the as head. I can remember, Mark has been doing just fine. He don't. He doesn't need anything. <laughs> this guy's got got heels on. <laughs> What's happening right now? Oh, he don't like being short. Oh, he's looking for. Uh, okay, he's five five eight, so he's twenty four years old. I mean, look, I don't know. I know that's a plight. I know people have talked about it being a short guy. Yeah, my pain uh, narrows your field, basically. Payne's talked about it. Yeah, but but also women are all over the place. Not trying funny when it comes to that shit too. But also, it's one of those things where a lot of these dudes, uh, some of them are just assholes, and be like, "Don't nobody want me." It was like, "Well, you're an asshole. Nobody wants to deal with the dick." Yeah, yeah. Like those a- play a factor too. <laughs> right. If you were a tall asshole, you'd still be an asshole. Right. right. Oh, it's because I'm short, right? Like, well, mm-hmm. no. I mean, whatever you got to tell yourself, mm-hmm. short whatever. king. And a lot of women is like, shit, if I'm going to deal with misogyny, shit, at least let it be something I can look up to. I'm not going to deal with misogyny. I got to look down at. Right. This is not Fred Savage. It looks like him. Uh, David Lopez. Uh, She's he, five he seven ashamed. and she, she likes to wear six inch heels. She's a foot taller than him in heels. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's fine. Good for I mean, them. that's fine. Them heels are coming off. And even if they didn't, so his shirt matches her lunchbox. That's nice. Yeah. It sure yeah. does. <laughs> sure. Soon to be hubby. They're going to be married. But then like short King spring is going to be over in like two more months or maybe two <laughs> and a half months. Like what happens in the what are you going to do then? <laughs> oh, mid-sized summer. I think it's a uh, swipe left summer for these guys. <laughs> That's what's going on. Oh, no. It's, yeah. When it get cold, it's going to go into cuffing right, season. Let me, see what the girl, let me see what the ladies are saying. The girls, the ladies, the okay. females are ladies. saying in the chat room. <laughs> They're going to bump, bump them out the way for the, for the, for the big kings. I think it has to be the height of the woman has to factor in because a 5'9 dude who's four inches taller than the woman is not going to seem short. You know, but a five nine dude who's the same height as his woman might seem a little short. So Latoya says five nine. Anything shorter is no. Well, it's because she's Latoya's to be taller than. I told you how tall Latoya says she was. Five so nine. Latoya's five nine, so she needed to be taller than a breast. I could see that. I could yeah. see at least being eye to eye. I could see that. Okay. So like, like, I mean, would this be awkward then? Like she's in this picture. This is, <coughs> uh, David Lopez. He's significantly shorter. Yeah. I had a girl. I had a girlfriend. who was the same height as me, Sheila. And then when we she has both, heels on, she's like, we were both six feet. Okay. It's the heels that changes everything. Cause you put the heels on tall, now. Uh, long legs. She her skin looked like an like an onyx statue. <laughs> yeah, you know them African statues, those long African statues like they made on mm-hmm. her skin look like that. Oh my goodness. And then she turned into a hood rat. A hood rat? <laughs> oh, doing hood rat oh, no. things with her hood rat oh, friends. Like, oh, I can't do this. That's <laughs> <laughs> why I said I dated someone who was as tall as my titties. Oh, my titties like I was walking with my child. I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got to drive everywhere in that situation. You can't walk yeah, I anywhere. Can see that. <laughs> Generally, I tend to date women who are shorter than me, but that's because I'm, you know, I'm six two. So, yeah, that's just... part of that is just a function of <laughs> that thing. Some of this has to do with this, the the height of the couple and like yeah. the two of them combined. 
if you date someone who's 5'10", she's tall for a woman, but you're still taller than her. Yeah. But I wasn't adverse to dating somebody as tall as me. Or I know guys who are, are adverse to dating. So I'm like, I'll just fucking raise up, raise up some basketball player. I don't give a fuck. I don't, I'm not scared of that. Yeah. Like, cause those guys don't want to, <laughs> they don't want to have that awkward thing where they're like, they're looking up at their woman. Yeah. I'm not, I was never scared of that. I guess. Yeah. But again, I was, I was even in my dating, I, even in high school, I was six feet. So, you know, yeah. And the thing is, I guarantee you, they are short men to be pulling them bitches. So it's like yeah. y'all complaining, but it's like it's some short have, dudes that got game and they got to have pull. You just got to have pull bitch energy. That's what you got. Right. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Have. Well, you know, like whenever like like if there's like a, a celebrity that women all really like, you know, like that's one of the moves that guys will use. Yeah, you Tom, know, Tom Holland. Cruise. Tom Cruise is like five six. You like that? You know, like they they always try to we remind Tom them. Cruise, buddy. <laughs> right. But they try to remind the woman, hey, that guy's short. You don't you don't like short guys. Brad Pitt's like five eight or whatever. You know, like they always do that like, shit. All he gotta do is stand on a stack, and then he taller yeah, than me. You don't look like Brad Pitt, buddy. <laughs> you don't look. Like, and they you don't also, look like him. Also, like those guys, like Brad Pitt's like five eleven. Like those. It's not even true. But guys will do that. Like, oh, you like that short motherfucker? Yeah, you got to uh, yeah, hashtag that Latoya pull bitch energy. You got to pull bitch energy. Pull bitch that's, energy. <laughs> that's a real thing. Yeah. You got that energy on you. Because women put up with a whole bunch of shit and height sometimes is the least of the issues. Yeah. yeah. You know. As a man dealing with a short guy can be a, can be a problem, it can be a fucking problem. You mean as a that Napoleon complex is real. That shit can be a fucking problem. Well, and but speaking of that, speaking of as a man, do these height dynamics exist in same sex relationships? Are there men who are like, I don't want a man I would, who's below I five would, eight? I would say I'd be willing to bet you yes. If it happens in heterosexual relationships, it's probably happening in, in homosexual relationships. Because I think with with straight relationships, there is that thing where like a guy doesn't want to look up. Here at comes his wisdom. Girl. Wisdom, you from the community? You speaking on this? <laughs> Said yes, it does have an effect. So there so are you guys on this from experience. Let there us are know. guys on Grinder who are like, knowledge. if you are below five nine, Bro, well, off. look, I know for a fact the community is hella racist. So if they're racist, oh, yeah. then height <laughs> is not going to be far behind. <laughs> they're heightest. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's uh, what about the the same sex with uh, among women, lesbians? Do they have or it's probably not as important i think for straight couples it might be a little more important i don't know i know this little gay girl i know gay girl that likes my daughter is tall so well maybe that means something <laughs> so but short guys even if short guys who are straight or gay like it doesn't matter you're just a short guy you got to fight that battle the uphill battle you got to be very like confident some of them aren't and so it's like okay i can deal with this but i can't deal with your insecurities coming out every time See, something happens tasha's yeah. speaking the truth Hashtag pool bitch energy is real. When I first moved here, I did a five, seven Italian man. He taught me a lot of things. See, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. those five, seven Italians do punch above their weight class. Yeah, they punch. <laughs> 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 they got, they got a lot of little Macs out there <laughs> winning titles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, five, seven. So what? Class. You're right. So what? <laughs> You got to punch out of your weight class. <laughs> he hits like a fucking mule. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. all we all need the confidence of a five seven Italian man. That's all. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> with a with a white with a white wife beater t-shirt and a, and some sort of a leather jacket <laughs> right <laughs> or a or a or a letterman high school jacket <laughs> and he's wearing an apron <laughs> yeah no for some reason <laughs> for some reason make a oh, mean you, lasagna you're gonna swipe left huh Not oh they could <laughs> they cook come and make some baked ziti and you're like oh they okay they cook Five seven Italian man with a little chest hair sticking up through the wife beater, you know. <laughs> Frankie, Frankie can tell you some tales about it, about this little Italian man. She does a little Italian man. They're not she, little everywhere. Yeah, some Frankie, French Frankie bread is off stories. the chain. Frankie has some stories. <laughs> well, I'm glad New York Post brought this to our attention because Short King Spring. Uh, I guess we just started spring. Like it's going to go. The, it's going to be just as just as uh, strong and deep as white boy summer. Remember that? Yeah, yeah I do. I'm trying to tell you, it's going to last till cuffing season. You let cuffing <laughs> season. stain on his white Peter. <laughs> and then it's going to be a change. Short King spring. And then come uh, June 21st, get out of here. Short guys. It's over. I just saw. Yes, I, just saw I need somebody. To I saw a commercial for a movie. That's short, that white boy summer got me thinking about Chet Hanks. Mm-hmm. I just saw a commercial for something and I'm, some show that's coming on and Colin Hanks is, is one of the actors in it. And I was like, Colin is out here flourishing and Chet is just being a Chet. Yeah, but Chet had a bad father. <laughs> Not being a Chet. He did have a bad father, didn't he? <laughs> Colin didn't, but Chet did. No. <laughs> Colin, he wasn't even married to Colin's mother anymore. Colin still had a better father. He was married to your mama, Chet. He's still married to your mama. <laughs> like, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't understand. Somebody put a meme together. They said, if you name your children Colin and Chet, you're going to get a Colin and a Chet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Pretty much. Colin is a sub movie coming up. Looks pretty good. Colin is a good, solid actor. Yeah, I don't know what I don't even know what to call Chet, but he's neither good nor solid in whatever it is. He did some acting at some point. He's done acting. He's done music. He has the look of like the smarmy white boy who wants to rap and could either be funny or could be a piece of shit. He has that look about him like you didn't even try to act. Well, I mean, he's all over the place. Isn't he like an anti-vaxxer, too? He's all over the place. Yeah, he's he's a nut job. Yeah. He was, he's probably an insurrectionist. <laughs> yeah. He's texting Ginny Thomas. <laughs> oh, he got he's got her. She, that's the most text right there. That's that's the best friend she was talking about. <laughs> Chet Hanks. Chet Hanks. White boy summer. Yeah, that is a lot of privilege. I think that's another one, too. There's a daughter that we never hear anything about, I think. Oh, she's oh, just like a librarian. Never hear anything about her. Did anybody hear what fucking Steven Spielberg said about Squid Game? Where he said they put on a bunch of unknown actors. He was like, this just just shows you that you can make a show with unknown actors. And people were like, hey, uh, Steven. Like them people have been around for a long time. actors are not time. unknown. They're, they're award-winning <laughs> actors. Mm-hmm. What you, are you might not know about? who they are, but right. Steven Spielberg is catching heat from fans of Squid look, Game. Uh, look, he said uh, he called yeah. them unknown actors. Yeah, because like I said, like over, over, over like, there, they've won, a, they've won a, that's why they got cast. 
<laughs> in the first place, right? Because they were very, very good at what they do. And over there is different than here in America, where you know they have like their own culture, everything's built around it. They build awards and stuff like that. And you know, just because you don't know who they are, right? Don't mean they ain't famous, and it don't. That's fucking. That's fucking bananas. I'm like, right, he could have looked them up. If any of us said that they were unknown, I could get it. But you're a titan in the industry. You don't know who these people are. Well, I don't think. I, here's a here's a full quote. He said, Squid Games, Squid Game comes along and changes the math entirely for all of us. A long time ago, it was domestic stars that brought the audience into movies. Today, it's interesting. Unknown people can star an entire miniseries and can be in movies. I think that's what he's saying. The American audience doesn't know these people and they're not domestic stars and it didn't matter. You better, it, would, it would behoove you to clarify that. Then. I don't know that he said he didn't know. I just, he's talking about unknown to the audience, yeah. you know? Hey, well, even as looking at him, I was like, I've seen this guy somewhere, you know, but I watch, you know, like when you watch, once you go down the rabbit hole of like one Korean movie, you'll, you, you'll be like, oh, I'm watching these shits. Yes, we watch a lot of uh, <laughs> action, action, yeah, Korean action shits. movies. And you yeah, realize and after a while, you'll be like, oh, I like that dude. So I'll just go and find other yeah. things that they've done. And they all have been flames. I was watching one. It was like a. Uh, it was a, a young boy, uh, impossible white man where he went to the school, he was supposed to be 15. Turned out he was a agent from North Korea. He was actually, he was an adult, but he, he looked young. So he went into the school and it was, uh, it was good. It was really, really good. And then of course the Korean zombie flicks are, are good. Last Train to Busan is that's one. Really okay. Is, I've know, seen like, that like one. I haven't, I, like I haven't this. seen that. You ever seen Last Train to Busan? Oh, that's the guy who made um, it's on Netflix. The one about the uh, who made Parasite. Ah, uh, he made that was before he made Parasite. He made Last Train to Busan. He made this other one, too, about, I don't know, it was like a hippo or some shit that you could eat. And it was like this thing. And OJ, I think the name of that one. OJ. Yes, yeah, OJ. me and Roger like, seen that one. See that one. Because I was like, I don't yeah, see this we, we, I enjoyed that one. Me and Roger. It was good. Mm-hmm. Raphael is thumbing it up. So I guess it was mm-hmm. good. It, it was I, good. I like that guy. I think mm-hmm. he's a great director. I enjoyed it. And he's a great screenwriter, but I was like, I don't want to see this. But that last train to Busan, god damn, that shit is good. That shit is good. Well, apparently there's a uh, a squid hive that came after Steven Spielberg. He got he got not drowned. the hive. There's a squid hive. Everybody's got a hive now. So he got dragged. Fans were furious. And he got all kinds of backlash. I don't think he's put out a, a follow-up statement. It doesn't look like it. Yeah, if you want to see uh, uh, one with a female, is this movie called The Villainous? It is absolutely flames. It's it's action. Oh, it was so much fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And this motherfucking action from the beginning to the end. No breaks. The Villainous? Yes, The Villainous. It's really, really good. Let's see what see what that is. Me and uh, Roger watched that a while ago. Oh, before we get off, y'all see how black the Black News Channel, they just, they ended that shit like some black shit. Black News Channel, BNC? Do y'all even, does anybody here even know about Black News Channel? No, what's the Black News Channel? It was a television not channel BET? that was supposed to be by and for black people. It was started by J.C. Watts. I don't understand that. The launch of the nation's only 24-hour news network during an interview in Tallahassee was a black 24-hour news. So you know who was on there was like Charles Blow was on there. 
Who's the other chick that was on there? Raf Raka Nayira. She was on there. She's not black, but she's her husband's black and she's Persian. So and uh I never knew what channel it was on, but it was online. I used to watch a lot on YouTube because it was just on YouTube. So I'd watch the clips on YouTube. You get some good shit out of there. That shit was like they would they got to work Friday and the door was locked. <laughs> That's how that shit Yeah, was. and their their final paychecks are not being delivered. Right. Even though they already did the work. Shad wow. Khan's a bill Shad Khan's a billionaire. Shad Khan, owner of the Jaguars, uh, is like the owner of the Black News channel or one of the a primary owner. I don't know if it's, it's the sole owner, but um, he's a billionaire. He's got money. Yeah. And you got money, channel, man. What are you doing? This channel shut down. And um, according to Mark Lamont Hill, who posted about it on Twitter, people aren't even getting their paychecks. So startup network with majority financial backing from Jacksonville Jaguars owner Shad Khan who I believe donated to Trump, uh, has shut down. An internal memo from CEO Prince Hare confirmed that the network ceased operations on Friday and, and filed for bankruptcy. I'm watching this tonight, Karen. It's really good. <laughs> network failed to meet payroll on Friday. Staffers were previously told on Thursday that paychecks would be delayed. We have been unable to meet our financial goals. The timeline afforded us has run out. Yes, Latoya. That's the one Mark Lamont Hill is on. The thing is, they knew... Ahead of time, they weren't going to make payroll. They let these people yes, work every day. They knew ahead of time. They knew that the, the money was draining too fast and they didn't have like. There's no reason for them to not make payroll. Right. Or at least with no notice, like you, you, you should have been able to communicate that to people. Like, yeah, right. we're hammering money. Make the staff smaller or something like you could have worked around that or be like, hey, y'all, this is the last day and just call it a day and then file for bankruptcy, did all this other stuff after the fact. And what's what's really messed up is this is the last tweet from Black News Channel's uh, Twitter account, which came in on Friday at 12.50 p.m. Thank you. We did it. BNC sets an all-time viewership record during our special coverage of Katanji Brown-Jackson's confirmation hearings. Thank you. Let's keep the momentum going. Watch 15 minutes daily. BNC, America's Black News Channel. Later that day, they got shut mm-hmm. down. What? Yeah, and, and they knew that was going to be shut down. Yeah. Trust. Somebody knew. All the money people knew. They knew that they right. weren't making enough money. Or they couldn't make payroll. The owner right. of the place must have known. And they, they wait for until just a random Friday afternoon and say, you know what? Uh, we're not only closing down. We're filing for bankruptcy as of today as well. You know, like you don't just file for bankruptcy on a whim. You think about right. that shit. You, you know, you you weigh all your options for a while. So. That's the thing. They didn't communicate that to any of the employees. Some of these people thing, left man. other you jobs. You gotta be willing here. to. You got. This is what I was talking about. Making enough money to just put other people on. We're gonna lose money. I don't give a fuck. I'm a billionaire. Just right. fucking. Whatever money I'm losing here, I'm making over here. Don't worry about it. Just, just keep it on. Keep it on because it serves it serves a purpose. You know. So fuck it. Who cares? Well, a lot of these panelists are, are not just staff on air staff left other places to come here. Yes, they did. Charles Blow oh, left MSNBC. Oh, you know, yes, they did. Okay. Okay. So they left other places. They yes, recruited so. people to come to this. I would have yeah. been motherfucking livid. And then they don't tell you that they're losing money. There's no indication whatsoever. And they just randomly turn off the lights. Like they have a fire drill and lock the door behind you. Like, you know, you're just out. Right. Oh. <laughs> like you can't come back. Hope in. you need your pocketbook in there. Yeah. We'll toss it out the window, but that's it. And then they file for more bankruptcy. Black viewers are significant because that's who they're 
gearing towards. Right. Right. And when you start pulling them, you're like, okay, we're, we're making pride. We're making strides here. You know, that's is what we're gearing for. It's fucking. So where's Bob Johnson at? He's got nothing to do with this though. Right. But he's a billionaire. No. Cause Shad Khan was trying to sell the shit. Where, where's oh, Bob Johnson? Okay. Put some money into it, Bob. You black. He's, he should always do it. He should only do it because he's black. Yeah. That, yeah. That's the only reason. Yeah. Yeah. He should do it because he's black. Yes. He's calling yeah, Byron right. Allen. Hey, Byron. I'm going to uh, do it because listen. I'm black and I got a lot of money. Yes. <laughs> so I'll go ahead and do it. I'm not, I'm not about to let this happen. I'd be done. It would offend me as a, as a billionaire that this was folding like this. I'd be, I'm offended right now. If I'm a billionaire, I'm not going to let this happen. I think it's the way it happened too. I'm not going to let this happen. That's what, that's what happens at radio stations. They, they change format, like literally overnight. It goes into like Christian rock and then all the DJs get fired and no, and no one knew it was coming except all of management knew it was coming. Right. Management. Right. <laughs> no one, no one else knew it was coming. It's just a shitty way to treat people, you yep. know. Like if if I'm if I'm in Shad Khan's other businesses, he probably has other businesses where he made his billion. I'm thinking, well, is it, are we next? You know, like if if I'm playing for the Jacksonville Jaguars, I'm like, what's is some shit going to happen to us now? Like you know, if this is the way he operates, oh, some shit has happened to us because Shad Khan's the one who who brought you up that fucking coach to you. <laughs> He's well, that's true. That was Shah Khan's pull. Yeah. He's done some shit to y'all. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, just for him, for his reputation, you would think he wouldn't want that. Yeah. I don't uh, need any more stink attached to me. The ripple effect of having this happen. Like, again, he could front some, he could put some money into this and just say, you know what? We'll give it six more months. We'll give all the employees a chance to do what they can and get out. All the I'm looking through the Twitter. All the tweets are so positive, <laughs> leading up to oh, you know, like they have they have all these shows on all this coverage, especially with the Supreme Court thing. They're doing a lot of coverage of that, and then the triumphant we did it. Our highest viewership. That was so record. insulting. We did it. Yeah, all For time twenty five minutes, and then we were shutting down. <laughs> right. They're still cutting yep. the cake and they're like, yes, they still popping the champagne. That's <laughs> all right. Wrap it up, everybody. Wrap it up. This is an office wrapping with, it up? with lit candles still on the cake. And they're just yes, they, gone. <laughs> then the boss is coming and they blowing out the candles and pushing them out the they door with the cake in their hand, turning out the lights. Yeah. is a good example. All these cars starting. Like, <laughs> what's the, what's the, what's the uh, point of having this money? If I, if I can't hold shit like this up. That's kind of the point of making this money. So I can hold shit like this up so I can keep I can keep this kind of shit afloat. At least give them an honest chance to gain ground as they have. They had an honest. I don't know if two years is enough. I don't know if the numbers are to tell you the truth, but I, I bet you I can find out. OK, you got two years, right? Well, I guess the part of that is a retention thing. Like if, if people know that it's failing, they'll they'll jump ship and then that will that will cause the numbers to go down. So Mark Lamont Hill, if they told him two months ago, we're heading toward bankruptcy, he might be gone already. So they well, want to keep all their talent. That's the thing where I walk, where I bring everybody into a room and say, listen, our numbers are down. Okay. Right. But as you know, I'm a billionaire. <laughs> okay? My numbers are up. So, so <laughs> let me just, let me just assure you that your jobs are fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We'll see what happens. And remember yeah. people, I'm a billionaire. So don't, 
concern yourself with this. Okay. I'm telling you, all right. I've got fuck you money. So yeah, don't worry about it. I'm, I don't even investment. Check I'm investing in you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. Now are we done here. Okay, good. Let's go to lunch. <laughs> oh, the website is still up. They have a, a streaming impressed. service, BNC Go. They have a like a streaming thing. Maybe that would be the try. Maybe that would be the move. Like we're going to move everything to digital. Right. Right. We're going to move everything, everything to, to digital. digital. Save a lot Maybe of money. Be Maybe mm-hmm. that'd be the way to try it. You're still going to get paid the same. Don't worry about that. Because I'm a billionaire, <laughs> you're still going to get paid the same. But we're just gonna move everything to digital. Yeah, and YouTube, and I saw a lot of ways to do it without having like the physical building and paying for all those types of yeah, things. We will build. We'll build there. We'll build on. We'll build on YouTube. Yeah, shot Conwell companies like. Uh, he looked at the numbers. He's like, "Is it still Black History Month? It's not." Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's go ahead and pull that plug. Send everybody the email. Yeah, the website is still up, so I guess they haven't shut that down. They still have social media. They sent an email. They probably couldn't even check the the email to look at it. (laughs) Oh, no. There's no 404 error. I got to go to archive.org. Misdirection, redirection. I do that with, uh, I'll be looking for some some base tab or something. I'll be on a on a, on a YouTube and it'll be like, click here for tab and, and, and sheet music. Oh, great. And you go to 404. God yeah, damn it. 404 error. <laughs> How old is this video? Somebody <laughs> took that shit down. Yeah, they have uh, the the about us section on on BNC's website, the nation's fastest growing news network. <laughs> Black news channels, the nation's fastest growing news network, and the only provider of twenty four seven multi platform programming dedicated to covering the unique perspectives, challenges, and success of Black and Brown communities. So they still have all that stuff up on the website, mm-hmm. and they have all the different shows. Have the schedules. Yeah, I've like I said, I probably would have said, let's um they probably fire the website guy. That was a let's problem. switch to let's switch to digital, strictly digital. Um do we need to be 24 hours? If we're going digital, we don't really need to be 24 hours. What we need to do is make content. Right. <laughs> so it doesn't matter 24 hours or not. Let's just make content. We will make content on these time things. You know, the 6 a.m., the blah, blah, blah. We'll do that. And then we'll just push out content. I mean, they still got to pay for studios and all the cameras and lights and everything. I, uh, if they're following. Uh, the as you see. as you recall, I'm a billionaire. So <laughs> <laughs> that don't worry about that. Just make the content. Yeah, it's Mark Lionel, Make the content. Blow. And then, like I would tell Charles Blow, okay, so. Here's your drop time. This is when we'll drop your your content to YouTube. So we'll drop it at this time. Do you want to do it live on YouTube or do you want to do it prepackaged? What do you want to do? You know. Yeah, I mean, they don't have to do like this is not even YouTube. This is their own streaming right. uh, platform. Yeah, or maybe we do our own platform. But that's going to cost a platform. lot more money. Uh, I'm a billionaire. Oh. <laughs> Just I don't know if I've said that, <laughs> but um, I don't know if I emphasize that enough. Apparently, I'm all this costs money. So, well, money we got. That's not a problem. It's just, oh, no. Oh, at the bottom, they have the careers at BNC link. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Is oh, that no. what you get the 404? Oh, oh no, they say no, we're no. hiring. <laughs> oh, no. They only have one position open. IT engineer, which is probably because they want someone to take down the website. <laughs> <laughs> to say yeah, to to be sure everybody can't don't have access to it. Is everybody logged out? 
They can't log in through the phones. Photojournalist, Miami photojournalist, New York, and information technology engineer, Tallahassee, Florida. I bet they don't put the salary in the in the thing. Uh, <laughs> You're right. They don't. Nope. Holy shit. Oh, it says apply on Indeed. I wonder if it does if you own Indeed. Yeah, maybe it does. Or they, yeah, they have the two separate apply links. Oh, is that a dead link? What happened? Yep. <laughs> it just took me back to this page. Took Wait, back to that page. You... They ain't hiring no more. <laughs> they ain't hiring no more. They probably stopped hiring a long time ago. <laughs> I got to fill out a survey. What's going on here? <laughs> Put my my gender here. Oh, they make you fill out your all of your uh, ethnicity things first. Mm. Well, you All still right. ain't told me how much. <laughs> right. I decline to identify. Let's see what happens. Oh, shit. Maybe we'll is, get an they interview. Have, did you see what they had for white? What white was? <laughs> oh, no. What happened? Uh-huh. What did it say for white? <laughs> it said uh, something about one of the original. Let's see. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah. Look, Hispanic look or Latino. White. white, not Hispanic or Latino. A person, a person having, having origins. The, the original peoples? <laughs> in any of the original peoples of Europe, the Middle East, or North Africa. So they're calling the Middle East white, but not Hispanic or Latino. They're also calling the North Africans white. North Africans aren't white, buddy. But then, but there's no Arab. You can't say Arab here. Uh they have Hispanic, Latino, Black, Native, Native Hawaiian, uh, Asian, American Indian, or Alaskan Native. Two or more races. <laughs> you can just click that. Box. Not Hispanic. In, or in, case, in case you're mixed. Who put this together? I don't know. The last guy. They wanted to be as inclusive as possible. <laughs> the last guy put this together. The guy that, that we're replacing by applying for this. Job. <laughs> <laughs> he put this together. This was his last assignment. I mean, Middle East, I can see Caucasian, but people generally consider Arabs uh, its own thing. I mean, Persians kind of co- consider themselves their own thing. Uh, so I guess it can kind of get a little bit tricky to. to yeah, they was like, we that. we ain't have we don't have time for forty five categories. Why like, just say down. European? European. Okay, so now we're we're into the self identity part about veterans. Veterans. Status. Oh. That seems pretty easy. That's a I'm lot a of stuff. I'm a protected veteran. I'm not a. I did not wish to answer. I'm gonna just not wish to answer. How do you, do you have a disability? Autism, autoimmune disorder, blind or low vision, cancer, cardiovascular. Heart. I've never seen a a job in or a, like a. I haven't applied for a job in a long time. Yeah. Okay. So right like off this. the bat, there you talk about doing too much. <laughs> <laughs> I do not wish to lot. answer. You're doing a lot. And that's and that's a billionaire telling you this. So right. <laughs> I'm going to pull it back a little bit. Intellectual disability. You don't want to admit that applying for a job. Right? <laughs> Not on a job interview. I don't need to tell you that I'm missing a limb. When I come walking in, you're going to know. <laughs> right. Uh, look, I'm dumb as shit, but uh, there's no box that said dumb as shit. <laughs> Diabetes. There's diabetes on the list. I don't. Oh, you shouldn't. No. You shouldn't have to. Yeah. I, mean, I guess you can choose not to disclose because you can choose. I don't wish to answer, but I don't right. think you're, they're allowed to ask, are they? Right. Don't go. Yeah, this first time I've seen this one on there. They might start listing like you have to be able to do to physically do these things or something like that, but they don't do this. I guess. They don't say, 
I guess you just say I'm disabled. You don't tell them exactly what your disability is. What it is. is. But it's one of the things on this list. If you have it, then you can say. It could be something else out of the list. Right. But it's, yeah. Right. Like, what do you have some, some other disease that they didn't include? Interesting. All right. And then you put your name into today's date. And then, uh, I don't know. You get an interview from somebody. <laughs> do you know how to it's take gonna, out It's going to bounce back. We're not hiring. <laughs> right. All right. Maybe I'll go back and apply later. Let's say John Doe as your name. <laughs> Just put down John Doe. Johnny White. <laughs> For my name, I'll also put, I choose not to answer. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I choose not to answer. I choose not to run. I choose not to answer any of these questions, including my name. Today's date. I decline to tell you what today is. <laughs> Let's see what happens when you do that. I choose not to answer. March 26th. Ah, uh, you got to put your address and your phone number. Okay. Ah, uh, no, it's too much. I got to update oh, your wow. resume. Right. That's it's a long way to much. go to hear. To hear uh, we're no longer hiring. <laughs> powered, by, powered by Paycor, but we don't pay people. Who's Paycor? I don't know. Well, you know what? It's uh, no one's going to return that email anyway. So, Mm-mm. all right. This is going in the spam folder. Yeah, they got, that's the only thing that works at the Black News Channel right now is the spam folder. The spam folder. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to clean that shit out. The spam folder. Uh, qualities. We need someone who can right click and then hit uh, delete forever. Anyone? Jesus. Well, that's unfortunate. Like I said, yeah. where are the where are the black people putting money into this? In the meantime, OEN is still thriving. They're getting uh, taken off it, of some some gang uh, of nutsos are still out there thriving. Someone's throwing money at them, putting bullshit out there, and they're still thriving. What if it's Byron Allen? <laughs> oh, no. What if he's funding OAN? That's why he doesn't. I do. wish I wish that that was that was completely off the table. I wish that that was something to be like, oh, come on in. It'll talk crazy. Right. He said, what if that was Byron Allen? And we're, we were all like, well, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's plausible. It's a possibility. You, you never know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, well. All right, Leo, let's bring this one home. That's unfortunate. I was liking them. Oh, Latoya's going to try and make some fry. Here we go. Check your bingo cards. Air fryer green time. tomatoes in the air fryer. Oh, that's, fry green I don't tomatoes. think I've, I've seen anyone do that before. I no, haven't I seen haven't. it, so you let us know how it goes. I haven't seen fried green tomatoes. Speaking of air fryers, I ordered on Amazon a little thing that has like a listing of, of foods, and it gives you the timing and everything really? on all your foods. Yeah, you I can have stick that it on exact the thing on my side refrigerator. of your air fryer. Why I, have, I, heard I, of this? I, I, I mm-hmm. got that as a gift for Christmas. I have that exact. It's a magnet, right? It just sits. Yes. On yeah. Yes. And yeah, it I haven't heard has of that. like a. It, it has. It tell you how to do vegetables, frozen foods, chicken, seafoods, other meats. Where'd you get this from? Ordered mine from Amazon. Air fryer cooking. It's like two. It's like I think it's two panels. There's a second magnet that has like additional stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's um, it's pretty accurate because I because I've. I've used it and I've, I've looked at stuff where I've, I've cooked stuff before and I and it kind of, the times kind of match up for the most part. It's not right. like way off. So, right. And so I won't have to keep digging online. Cause you know how sometimes you prepare stuff and you're like, okay, how long was that again? And what was <laughs> right. the temperature for that again? 
I don't remember what they said last time. I got to find that one page again. Yeah. Yes. So I was like, this right here will help uh, 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 that better. Yeah. Because I made me some chicken. It and colors on it. Green, red, blue. It's dark background. Yes. But yeah, that's the one. Hold it up. Hold it up. Air fryer cooking time. Yeah, mine yeah, has, a, yeah, second, okay. mine has a second smaller magnet, too, that has some extra. I got it. Like yeah, it yeah I'm looking at it right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I like it because it's really convenient and they give you like the temperatures. They tell you the times. Yeah. And so that's what I like about it. Because all this time, I'm just not finding out about this. Yeah, I was digging online <laughs> and I ran. I ran. A, uh, I ran across it. I This is real because when she said air fry, it made me think about that. It uh, it uh, came in today. I made me some uh, teriyaki chicken and asparagus and it was absolutely delicious in that air fryer yeah i did salmon last night with that that uh that cooking time chart and just followed <gasps> that because it was a little too thin to put my thermometer in because i have one of those wireless right but it was like anytime you have something that doesn't like wings you can't put a thermometer in wings you know so just look at that usually it's pretty accurate it's uh you know what i don't do i don't do frozen foods because um I get kind of antsy about being in the air fryer, but there's a whole frozen food section on this. That's list. what I was looking at. I didn't realize I had the frozen food on. I was like, well, you know what? Ava likes Ava likes uh, frozen nuggets. We try to get her the uh, the healthiest meat ones possible we can find. Right. But I always cook them in the oven. I'm like, why well, cook them in the air fryer? They even be even better. So right, and yeah. and cut and cut that time down. I made me some uh, pita. I take a pita bread, made me a little pita pizza. With some uh, spinach and feta cheese on it, and some onions. I saw. Did you post? I, I saw. Did you post? Did you do the grilled cheese thing? Yes, the grilled cheese. Yeah, is absolutely that. delicious. Is that kind of like that YouTube video guy? He just put the put the butter on the bread and stuck it in the oh, air fryer. I could have. I could have told you about baby back ribs. I I knew that. I haven't done that. No. But what what I did, I initially started it on in a pan and then transferred it to the air fryer to finish okay. it off. Uh, because they have this thing where you can actually uh, put your eggs in there and like almost double dip your bread and cook your eggs and then fold your eggs into it. Yeah, yeah. And I stuck some cheese and some stuff in the middle, and then I finished it off an air fryer. It was. Oh, I'm buying this right now. Yeah, I gotta. I haven't done sandwiches. Hey, uh, Mark, if you don't have this, you might want to get on it. It's, uh, it's very, very helpful. Yeah, I'm getting this right now. <laughs> yeah. We need a commission. We need a we need affiliate links on three guys on. Yeah. Where uh-huh. people can go click on the things we talk about. We get a couple bucks for doing it. Yeah, so I need. think you get an Amazon affiliate link. Yeah, it's coming tomorrow too. Good. I'll air fry something tomorrow with it. I'll see how it goes. Yeah. Damn, is it raining? I wanted to go take a walk. Mark said everybody check your bingo card. Yep, check. Do do your bingo card. Yeah, and if, if I had a family, I'd be buying the ninja creamy right now. But, uh, <laughs> I stared at that thing in the store for uh, a while the other day. Just stood there, kind of touching at it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it looks. I'll pull up the. I took a picture of it. Yeah. It's you can do ice cream, gel- smoothies, milkshakes. Put your own toppings in there, and it's a. If I had like kids and it was it had counter space, I would have one of these but I don't have any of those things. <laughs> so that's, that's a, uh, you know, that would be a nice luxury to have maker, but it costs 200 bucks. Like I could just buy 200 bucks worth of ice cream and it'll probably last me uh, a year. So, but I still go into the, that part of the store and check 
<laughs> what the new technology is, you know? And see if it goes on sale. I, I don't blame you. Uh, my mother-in-law gave me a, a juicer uh, where you can actually like take your stuff and you press it down and it turns into juice. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to see how that goes. Yeah, I've seen those before too. I guess I know people that have gotten into juicing. There was one guy who used to talk about all the time on Facebook, a comic, but I don't know if he's still doing it, but he was all about, and once he got into juicing, that's all he ever did. It was just post. My mom, so he's, my, off, she, he's off the juicing. Is he off the juicing? <laughs> all, right. yeah. all that weight he lost, he has found. Okay. Well, maybe he'll get back <laughs> on the juicing. Yeah. My mother-in-law, she loves her juice, honey. She'll tell you in a heartbeat, juice it. <laughs> just juice it. All these things, they need to have one appliance that does all this shit. It takes up about. It would make sense. Get a blender slash juicer combo. Right. Something that takes up like two foot by two foot space on the counter. And then that does everything. Yes. That's all we ask. There shouldn't be two separate things. Yeah. Just just figure that out. I'll buy it. I would too. Yeah. All right, y'all. About to jump off. We need to thank Miss Karen for coming in with us. You know, we always appreciate y'all. Appreciate all y'all for coming Yay. in with us. I guess Mike B went back to sleep. He probably went back to sleep. He's oh, dealing, sleeping with hard. dealing with a hangover. He said Aww. he had a migraine. Yeah, I had a migraine. Excuse me. I hang over. I put that on him. I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> I put that, I had to put that out there. He had a migraine. <laughs> you know, so uh thanks guys for coming over today. It was always we appreciate talking to you. Um, we'll be back for you here. Um, y'all stay safe out there. Uh if you should um find yourselves falling out of your bed in the middle of the night, try to brace yourself. <laughs> ah! Just all I can tell be you. Be sure your kids don't hear just cuss. Try to brace yourself with your hands. Maybe have like a, another mattress. Fell on my head, bro. A mattress on the floor. By Fell the on my head. So it's fucking out. ridiculous. My neck hurts right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking, fucking ridiculous. You know, the next step is to fall on I the said, shower. Uh, on the way down, I said, you got to be fucking kidding me. And then bonk. <laughs> you gotta, I'm saying this. I fell in the shower before. That shit is not fun. I'd be fucking kidding me. <laughs> and now my neck hurts. <laughs> Oi. <laughs> so if you feel yourself falling in the middle of the night and you can't get out of the can't get out of the uh, covers, I don't know, trying to roll or tuck, whatever. Whatever you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> Stop, drop and roll. Just don't lay on your head. head. Just keep your head. Like Get, get your head like the, you know, <coughs> Mike B can teach you how wrestlers fall. That's very yeah. important. You know, tuck the chin down and land on your shoulders. Well, I spent years learning how to fall. None of that shit. I know how to fall. <laughs> None of that shit helped. But not falling out of bed. That's a whole different type of fall. <laughs> like, God damn it. <laughs> Bonk. Yeah. So three feet falling, falling, you know, three feet high and falling. Yeah, and falling. <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all come on back. We'll be here for y'all. Thanks so much, chat room. You know, we appreciate y'all. All right, y'all. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I'm Karen Myro. Hey, we have three guys on. We are out. <laughs>